Hi, I'm Aaron, and welcome to the Slim, Finny, and Biggie Committee podcast, where me and my best friends, Danny and Matt, take a deep dive into hip-hop, the genre that has formed an integral part of our lives. Please like, subscribe, and follow us on Instagram at the underscore Slim, Fitty Biggie Committee, and stay tuned for any upcoming podcast news. Coming up on today's show, we have The West Side Connection and their album, Bow Down. All right. Let's get into it. Well, welcome to the Slim Fitty Biggie Committee podcast. We're back. We're doing Danny's choice this week, and he decided we should review West Side Connection Bow Down. That's Ice Cube's group uh, after he left NWA. What a mistake. Way after he left NWA. <laughs> But Danny, why'd you choose this album? Good question. Thanks. <laughs> um, why did I choose this album? Um, for the main reasons that I usually pick an album. I don't think either of you have heard it before. I'm pretty sure. Have you? Did you guys even know about this group? Negative. I've heard of them before, but I had never listened to their music. And you knew Ice Cube was a member of the group. I didn't really know he was a member of the group until I looked at it, okay. like the cover. Yeah. What about you, Matt? I had no idea about them and never heard them before. Excellent. That's the way I like it. So, yeah, success. Tick that box. Um, is this the first real West Coast album we've done? I cannot recall i definitely haven't chosen a west coast album because we did crooked eye but that was with joel ortiz so not really doesn't really count i definitely haven't picked a west coast album i don't like that shit but i did (laughs) (laughs) i did choose royce the five nine who's from detroit yeah but that's not west coast yeah it doesn't count yeah i'm only kidding by the way i love west coast oh good joke good joke yeah. <laughs> why don't you no, show sorry. it on the podcast mate why don't you bloody show it for once okay um anyway um so yeah first i thought you know let's do a west coast album why not it's a whole bloody coast we're ignoring um yeah obviously it's the first time we're actually covering one of my favorite rappers of all time the one and only ice cube so that was a good reason to pick the album um, and it's a relatively short album, which is, you know, easy, easy to digest for, for a podcast review. Um, so those are the main reasons, but then like, once I started really digging into the album, I like, once I actually thought, all right, let's do it. And then I started listening to it and researching it. I was like, there's actually a lot of really interesting history around this album which i don't know if you guys you know did any found out any tidbits but i guess we'll get into it when we do the review but i'll I'll give like a bit of background info on the group just so please do yeah so people know what's going on um so the group formed i believe in 1994 when they actually collaborated on a mac 10 song called west side slaughterhouse um, mm. Yeah, so that was in 94. And then they appeared again on Dub C's album a few months later. 
And then after that, they made it official and they started working on the debut album, which is this one, Bow Down. So they were actually like two years in the making, really, before this album came out. Um, and, and it's actually interesting that, like on a side note, that they formed on West Side Slaughterhouse, a song called West Side Slaughterhouse, because like, I don't even know if it's a coincidence or not, but the slaughterhouse that we all know, the Royce, Crooked, Joel, that one, formed essentially the same way. Like Joe Budden got them all together for a track called Slaughterhouse. And then the following year they dropped their debut album. And that's, that's like, actually very interesting. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Do you think that that's coincidence? I, I really don't know because I've never heard any of them say that they were inspired by West Side Connection. So it may or may not be a coincidence. I really don't know. I'd, I'd like to think it's not. Because the similarities are so insane. Like, they formed on a song, West Side Connection formed, making the song West Side Slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse formed by going on a song called Slaughterhouse. Like, it's it's too much of a coincidence, but still, maybe it is. Um, but that was interesting. And then, like, the main thing about the album is, like, it was obviously a response to all the the shit that people were throwing at the West Coast during the whole... East Coast versus West Coast war that was happening right at this time, 1996. It was all, it was all boiling. Um, and like, so apparently at that time, which is why West Side Connection was so angry, it, apparently at the time, you know, East Coast was being painted in, in the more favourable light than the West Coast by media and by critics, which obviously made Ice Cube, Dub C and Mac-10, very, very angry boys. And um, <laughs> I love that you just said very angry boys. Yeah, well, that's that's the perfect way to describe them. Um, and it actually came out six weeks after Tupac died. So, like, you know, they were working on it, obviously, before he died, but that just shows you, like, that this was really, like, in the thick of the war. Like, and I'm saying war, it wasn't really a war, but... but like this was when the battle of east and west was like at its like the peak. Heat. Yeah, exactly. And then like Ice Cube himself, like his history with the East Coast, like from from the where he started to getting to here to this album is really interesting because he has a history with the East Coast, a positive history. Like when Ice Cube broke away from NWA and went solo. The first thing he did was go to the East Coast and he hooked up with the Bomb Squad and he made his debut album, America's Most Wanted. So his debut album, when he went solo, was a pure collaboration between the East Coast and the West Coast because the East Coast, the Bomb Squad is our East Coast producers. So he was out there in, in the East, in New York, recording his debut album. So... Clearly, he had a lot of respect for the East Coast back in 1990 when, when America's Most Wanted dropped. But it's interesting how, you know, six years later, he has completely changed his tune. Like, so much in the, in the hip-hop landscape had changed that now he's making this album, which is just fuck East Coast. Like, so What do you hard. think it was that made him change his perspective? Well, like I said, like, 
this was, you know, the media critics, you know, all the publications were writing about this war, this supposed war, and apparently it was East Coast is better, West Coast, you know, East hip hop was born in the East, East Coast does it better, and. Ice Cube was very, very offended. A lot of people on the West Coast were very, very offended. And these guys were offended enough that they formed a group to make an album just to respond to all the criticism the West Coast was getting. So that's like super interesting. And then like, and even then, this album isn't even a pure assault on the East Coast. Like they are going at anyone and everyone that they had an issue with, like, talking about specific people but but like we'll go into that later like this is this album is just them going at everyone they're just mad they're angry and it's going to be really interesting to dig into this album and see what kind of shit they get themselves into this is probably the most aggressive album we're reviewing yeah yeah and by like design of, yeah and definitely like in terms of the ones that we've picked, this is going to be like, you know, the things we're going to talk about are going to be aggressive gangster shit. Which is exactly the way I like it. So if you haven't heard this album, get ready because we are going to talk about a lot of the gangster shit they talk about. Um, So you might want to listen to this album first, but regardless... I was interested to see the difference between our opinions on this one. Yeah. Well, you, are no, you Aaron, are notoriously anti-West Coast. You hate the West Coast. It is known. Well, <laughs> you keep saying I hate the West Coast. It is not, I will say very clearly, it is not my preferred coast. <laughs> I much prefer the East Coast. If you had to make me choose between East and West, I choose East Every day of the week. So if Biggie yeah. but, were alive right now, he would be repping Biggie. Oh, for sure. 100%. He reps I, rep, him now. I rep him now. I make no qualms about the fact that I think that Biggie is a better rapper. I personally prefer Ooh. Biggie. But even, so, that's like a, even if you take your top, you know, take your top five rappers of all time, I don't think any of them are from the West Coast. No, none of them are. Yeah. So. Whereas I think Matt might have a couple. Might have a yeah. couple of Westies in there. I definitely have Ice Cube in mind for sure. Like Matt, what, what's your history with the West? History with the West is pure West. <laughs> pure. I'm straight from the West, mate. Straight out of Compton, are you? Yeah. Dre, Snoop. Straight oh. out of Bompton. <laughs> yeah, YG. Oh, just everyone. Everyone, any rapper who's from the West is going to be good. <laughs> you hear that? I mean, own? that is such a broad picture to paint <laughs> on <laughs> on the West Coast. You know what you're gonna but... do? You're gonna get some gangster shit. Yeah, can't get enough of this gangster shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Matt, can you name five West Coast rappers? Let's go. Let's do I'm it. Sure, you can. I'll name ten. I'm like, okay, <laughs> uh, ten. Yes, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's see. <laughs> All right, are you ready for this? Yeah, 10 yeah. West Coast rappers. Right. Here we go. Easy E. Yep. Dr. Dre. Yeah. Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. MC Ren. 
Oof, his name in all of NWAs. I like the strategy. I like the yeah. strategy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the game. Yeah. YG. Mm-hmm. Ice Cube. Yeah. Do you want me to keep going? Well, you're you at seven. Yeah, you got three more. <laughs> um, DJ Yeller. <laughs> He's not a rapper. You no, know, you don't. You don't get that one. That's minus one. You have four more to get. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Um, I would also like to name and shame. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you said ten. I, I said, said five. Ten. I gave you a nice, comfortable five. You pushed it with the ten, and now you're sitting there umming and ahhing. No, I don't know. Okay, two back. Oh, yeah, got there. Got there eventually. <laughs> um, I've, I've, already, I've already said MC Rand, haven't I? <laughs> you yeah. did, yeah. yeah. He's All already right. in the doubles. Yeah, He's yeah. doubling up. Kendrick Lamar. Oi, got him. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> the final spot. Who's, who does the final spot go to? Um, He's quickly Googling. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to give it to... Oh, um, uh, uh, pin my ride. Um, <laughs> oh no! Exhibit. <laughs> Exhibit. Oh, oh, he got there. He got but there. he's. But you can tell Matt is West Coast ride or die. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it wasn't um, too bad. It was a good effort. It was a good effort. I, I genuinely yeah. reckon Aaron would have struggled too. I definitely would have struggled, but I didn't say that I love West Coast. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like Danny now to name his five favourite North Coast rappers. <laughs> I don't even know what the North Coast is. His five favourite Alaskan rappers. Go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's strange, yeah. There is no... Is there a North Coast? No. Well, obviously not. But there shouldn't be a South, no, because there is a South. Yeah. There's not a North Coast, but there is a... There's a south. There must yeah. be a north. I just, I actually genuinely don't know. Well, wouldn't Eminem be north? Detroit's north, America? Well, I heard that's Midwest. Midwest. Oh. It's Detroit. I don't know. It's a good question, though. We should should uh, figure that out one day. Maybe our next podcast. But maybe but maybe Midwest is considered north. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't sound like it. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know it sounds like Midwest, but I've literally never heard of anyone say North. I've only heard yeah. of West, Midwest, East, and South. Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah, it's it, it's a good question. Someone will have to get back to us with what is the North. All right, our next our next podcast is on North rappers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That was funny. Well, that was a good build-up. So, Danny, do you want to take the the first track, World Domination, the intro of West Side, West Side Connections, Bow Down? Sure, I can do that. But, you know, I'm not too excited because it is just an intro. Well, um, you can take the second track too. Oh, oh. too kind. Too kind. <laughs> <laughs> well, World Domination, I mean... I literally have nothing to say about the other skits, like literally nothing. At least this one, I have something I can say. Like, I feel like it is an extremely effective intro for what it is. Um, 
just the upper class British accent uh, gives it like a a, se- a sense of importance. Like it sounds like it's a genuine public service announcement that this album is providing with this intro. It's so funny. Um, and basically, the message of the intro is. You know, East Coasters, you need to run and hide. You need to lock your doors and submit to the new world order because the West side is taking over. Like straight from the intro, you know shit's about to go down. And there are like some genuinely funny moments. Like like when the guy says, there are also talks of Mount Rushmore being renamed Mount Westmore. Like that is actually funny. Yeah, And then... The accent makes it even funnier, like, for when he says stuff like, you know, bitch, you know the side, world motherfucking wide. Just, like, that kind of shit just, like, is funny to me. So it's a solid intro, but, like, it is just an intro. There's no music to speak of, so... But I give it a pass because I I laugh sometimes. Only sometimes or all the time? Well, after the 15th time, I'm probably not laughing. <laughs> Aaron, Matt, what did you think? What did you think? <laughs> I got it first. <laughs> I mean, I also really like this intro. I think this is a really clean, smart intro. And picking up on that um, English accent, I thought it was like a documentary. Like, this mm. is fact. This is what these people are doing. These, This is like what they're talking about. And I like that they set themselves up as like the forefathers, like and who they are as Ice Cube, Dub C, and Mac Ten, aka the gangster, the killer, and the dope dealer. Mm. Like they just set it up so well, um, and like and that just you said the quote of "bitch, you know the side world, motherfucking wide," end quote. But then I like that what they have is like when confronted with these allegations, they released a statement saying that (laughs) I like that. They were like, Oh, this is the rumor. We're going to confront them about it. And that's what they responded with. So (laughs) I just like this as it sets the scene really well of what the, what the plan for this album is, who they are in terms of their identities. And then we get to see if what they promise is going to get carried through this album. Mm-hmm. So I was a huge fan of this. I like no, no lyrics in terms of no rapping, but I think this is one of the cleanest and most effective intros we've had. Yeah. Anytime now, Matthew, anytime. Yeah, no, like I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> you said everything I was going to say. Oh no. Oh, don't be edgy, mate. Come on. No, no, no. It's good. It's 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 just it's just a great way to start this album that you know is is revolutionary for its time. It's revolutionary. That's what it is. Um, because it came out in a time, like you said, that was very um, turbulent. It's a turbulent time in the rap world. So yeah, no, I like the broadcast announcement style. It's vibing, it's intriguing, it's informative. As you said, Danny, it's humorous. Um, All at the same time. My favourite lyrics from this track. (laughs) It's Ah, not a track. Is this not a track? Oh, so wait, wait. It could be. I don't know the definition of song. This is is a track, not a song. This is a track. Okay. Um, 
and it's my favorite lyrics are bitch you know the side world motherfucking wide that is <laughs> a great way to finish the intro next let's go it's not five stars. let's go he's he's transitioned track two bow down the title of the album mm. yeah it's a good one too isn't it um yeah so title track we're jumping straight in I want to hit you with a fun fact first about the song. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, the producer, Butter, um, around the time of the making of this album or just before, like Butter, the producer of this song, and and he's a producer of a lot of the songs, to be honest. Um, He also was hanging around with Dr. Dre at the time that this album was being made. And um, one day Butter was at Dre's house just playing random beats. And when Dre heard this one, like Butter played Bow Down, just the instrumental, because, you know, it wasn't an official uh, West Side Connection song yet. Um, when Dre heard it in the studio, he was like, damn, I want that shit. Let me have that beat. So Butter was like, no. He'd already, at this point, luckily for Ice Cube, he'd already promised this beat to West Side Connection, so Dre never got to use it. So in an alternative timeline, this could have been a Dr. Dre song. I would have been curious to hear that. Um, mm. But anyway, like as the first song on the album, like this is just, it's kind of a banger. Like this is just a really dope west coast beat like this is what west coast sounds like and the icing on the cake is that keyboard sound that they add like halfway through each of their verses it's just mm, so good um the hook is very simple and effective it's very catchy it's what a hook needs to be not complaining there ice cube comes in so aggressive with the world is mine and get back. And I just love it. Like immediately you're in. The beat's got ya. Ice Cube's got ya. It's so good. Um, and then Ice Cube continues with about to drop the bomb. I'm a motherfucking Don. Big fish in a small pond. And like the thing that's kind of uh, weird is he really tries to make this whole fish metaphor work and and like sometimes it does work he'll say something like now the fret now the fed's trying to throw their book at the crook but i shook their worm and their hook like that's cool works with the whole fish thing but like i find it really strange how he really goes all in on trying to make guppy a derogatory term like guppy is like a little rainbow fish apparently and he uses it throughout the album. Like, yeah. he calls people guppies all the time. Like, like, you know, like it's one of the worst things you can call someone. And it just, every time he says it, like, it obviously never caught on. And it's like, like, I would never call, if I was really angry at someone, I would never go, oi, you fucking guppy. Like, it just, I wouldn't say that. I would never say that. I'd be like, oi, you fucking I don't even know what I would say, but just would, not guppy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's a bit, it's a bit strange. Like maybe it's a sign of the time. I just, I've never heard anyone other than Ice Cube say guppy. 
and he says it so aggressively like it's the worst thing you can call someone so i just find it really strange but um anyway um still a good verse um mac 10 is up next he has a dope opening line like like some old western shit like when he says i take 10 steps and i draw the imagery mm. of it gets me straight away and like he even continues the wild west metaphor like later in the verse however i bust like a pimple has got to be one of the corniest punchlines out there like that's the imagery of that is nasty like genuinely bad Gross. nasty yeah i bust like a pimple <laughs> <laughs> i just no 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 thank you um other than that like cool like he has some good stuff to say but on the whole it's he's got an average first outing um it's mostly generic gangster rap to me um i was more impressed with dub c's contribution like dub c he just he has that voice he's got a really cool flow that he switches up like throughout the album he's always doing something unique when he starts his verse it's always like some sing-songy thing or some double time thing and he always spits that hardcore gangster shit yeah like for example you know fuck hiding it i'm gang related simple and plain which means I could give a fuck about you ends in this rap game. Just, it's just a badass way of saying like, I'm not scared of you. And then he, and then he's got like, diss me on wax. I'm trying to saw your whole fucking head off. Like that's just nasty dog. So just a really strong opening track for the, for the album. Absolutely five stars. Let's go. He's done it. Matthew, are you going to destroy his dreams? Yeah, this is a one-star song. Absolute <laughs> I agree. Absolute trash. Yeah. I'm, right, only, I'm only joking. This is a five-star banger, boys. Oh, you're such a joker. It's the perfect follow-up. Song, not a track, song. From the previous intro track, it has everything you need. It has a hard-hitting beat. It has a G-Funk-esque influence to it, which I connect with hanging out with the greatest producer alive at the time. Um, It is aggressive. It's (laughs) actually right, Nasty Dog. Nasty (laughs) Dog. Um, From all members of WC. And it has a catchy hook. So it has everything you need. Um, and Ice Cube steals the show with his in-your-face opening verse and the lyrics that Danny mentioned. Um, yeah, I just love the big fish in a small pond that is throughout the album. I think it's a very um, creative and would be quite tricky to weave in. So, yeah, I'm against what Danny said about guppies. I like it. That was actually one of my favorite lyrics. <laughs> Lyrics in the album. Um, which what, we'll you find. like? You think that's yeah. a cool, you know, derogatory term to call people like... Yeah, I think it's 2020. funny. I think it's it doesn't funny. work in 2020, though. That's the thing. Like, if no one's... If what? When Ice Cube says it, in 96 it works. No, if Ice Cube said it now, it'd still work. You'd still get scared. I, scared. I guarantee you'd still shit your pants. 
Call me a guppy. I literally wouldn't understand what he was talking about. Yeah, most yeah, people you'd, wouldn't. You'd still be offended. Would I? Yeah. By the <laughs> way, it's, it's in the delivery. Yeah, it is kind of in the delivery. Yeah. So five stars. Let's go. Let's Do go. Do you have Aaron. any quotables? Yeah, the one that uh, Danny said. All right. The world Big is mine. Fish in a small pond. All right. So. I knew that you would both give this five stars. Oh, what I a hero. Knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But be, watch this, Danny. He's going to be edgy. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me first address the G-Funk. Because what everybody loves in G-Funk is actually something I'm not a fan of. It, it To me, it almost ruins beats. Oh, like. No. I've just never connected with G-Funk. I much prefer that just a normal beat without it. A normal but, beat. <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah, like I I generally don't like West Coast beat, beats, but this one worked for me. Mm. Heavy drums, vocal samples, and I didn't mind the G-Funk. So it worked. Um and the hook was really catchy. Like, bow down to an N that's greater than you. It's just like, oh, so good. And then they say at the end, some N's that are better than you. I just, Like, it's just simple. It's catchy. Um, like, it just makes me enjoy it. And the lines are hard. <laughs> like, and I love that Ice Cube starts. He's obviously got the most iconic voice. Like, yeah. he's the most recognizable out of the whole group. So it makes sense to me that he starts. Um, and he's, my favorite line of his was, bow down before I make a phone call. Got 25 ends running up on y'all. <laughs> For the cheese, we want them keys. Everybody freeze on your knees, butt naked, please. Yeah, that is like, good. He's, it's just gangster. I do agree with you, Danny. I Mac 10 to me had the weakest verse. Mm-hmm. I think, and I think Dub C had the strongest verse. Like for me, his verse is pretty much all quotables. Like I love the way he says, flashy ends get stuck up, beat the fuck up. When you come round, keep your chain tucked from this zero zero apostrophe S shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck a studio lyricist, I'm real with this. Like, ah. Oh. Mm. It's mm-hmm. so good. And then he comes into the diss me on wax line. Like, it's so hard. It's so gangster. It's so braggadocious. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I thought Dub C was the winner to me. I thought the outro was a bit long, though. Like, it's almost unnecessarily wrong. Uh, long, sorry. But having said that, I couldn't take it away from five stars. He's done it. Yeah, bang. Next track, baby. Woo! All right. Gangsters make the world go round. No, no, no. Stay in your lane. Ah! <laughs> Track three, gangsters make the world go round. you got to say it Matt. properly. Gangsters make the world go round. You know I introduce it properly <laughs> and then you do the funky version of it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. yeah. I feel like this is a Matt song, to be honest. It is. Let's do it. Matty boy. It is a good song. It's not as good as Bow Down. It's uh so therefore it's automatically four stars Whoa. for me. But but 
I would just listen to this for the the, the beat alone. I just have that, you know. I mean, it's not as like hard as the first one, um, but it's it's still still really really good. Um, and it grows on you like as the song progresses. You just like are hanging out for that. It's like also like a, a growly sort of like I don't know. It's just I actually describe the beat as deep and edgy. <laughs> Deep energy. <laughs> I don't know about um, that. The the hook is very pleasant, as Danny um, alluded to in his rendition of it. Um, <laughs> and yeah, the the verses are are dope. Like you can't go past them. Like I, I I don't really have too much to complain about this song, which makes me think, oh, maybe it should be more than four stars. But like, I just was comparing it to the previous track, and I think it's a step down. So. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm giving this one a four-star rating. Mm-hmm. Aaron, go. Yeah, all right. I'm going to go into a little bit more depth. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. I, I, I just want to say I like the connection. I'm actually really impressed with the connection between this track and the previous track in Bow Down where Ice Cube says, let me tell you something, gangsters make the world go round. And now we have that track. Mm. So he sets it up really well. I like that connection between tracks. West Side Connection. Um, yeah, West Side Connection. Um, it's also a play on words for money What makes the world go round. Um, and then Michael Jackson also used it like people make the world go round. So he's obviously changed it to gangsters based on that saying. Um I like this the beat. It's simple. It's clean. It has a bit of trumpet in there. That piano with nice drums. And that hook, that sample is so pleasant to listen to. And I know they only use it once, like per hook, but I just want them to use it more and more and more mm-hmm. and more. Like, I love it. Like, it sounds so good. Um, but if I get into bars, more gangster shit bars. And Ice Cube pulls no punches at all no hesitation i can run a nation from incarceration 30 years is what i'm facing but give me seven c's and 11 g's i make enough cheese to bring wall street to its knees and please i got enough guns to fill the empire state building full of ones like oh like he that is so gangster like that is to me, the epitome of like, I run the show. It doesn't matter where I am. I'll be prison and I'll still be running the show. I have enough money to take down Wall Street. And obviously Wall Street is in New York, the East Coast. Mm. So that's another subtle dig, same as Empire State Building. Um, Dub C also does a great job. Um, I just like his line. Um, Fuck all that bullshit. I want I want a sl- slang yay like Noriega. Sit back, watch my paper, collect like the IRS as I kick it with 50 bitches all on my dick just like the president. <laughs> like, it's just like that boss mentality. Like, I'm the boss. There's nothing you can do to take this away from me. Um, Mac 10, to me, again, is the weakest out of the three. Um, yeah, get him out of the So, thing. oh. To be to be fair, though, he does still always add something. So it's not like he's wasting his verse. It's just hard. It's like, you know, in Mob Deep, Prodigy is the standout, but Havoc is still doing a fantastic job. It's mm. just compared to those two, Mac 10 isn't as good. 
but he still has like you on your way to kill King N. So now I stand with heat in hand for my whole lifespan because evil lurks in the land. Plus, I got a packet with this gangbang jacket. Got to hold it, keep it loaded, devoted since quoted. <laughs> like yeah, I love that. You, that is a really good part of his verse. The problem is I'm comparing it to the other two, and to me, the other two uh, do a better job. But overall, this is another five-star track. Whoa. For show. Damn. Whoa. Aaron loves the West Coast all of a sudden. What's going on? Oh, my on? God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'm more in Matthew's boat on this one than Aaron. Mm, um, you hate the West Coast, hey, obviously. The tables have turned. Um, so, yeah, this, like, the beat is much smoother than what we heard on Bow Down. So it's like, I like how it's, you know, another flavor of that West Coast sound because it's not exactly what Bow Down was doing, but it's doing something else, very West Coast-ish. It's like a new flavor of the West Coast. Um, you the... Gangsters make the world go round. Um, Keep doing that, Danny. Keep doing that. I know. I know you guys like it, but to me, it's like I think it's I I like it, but um, I like it in the fact that it's like a contrast between the the hardcore lyrics and the verses, and then you 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 know they hit you with that soft hook. Um, But then again, it's like it does kind of make the track that little bit softer and like I like my songs harder. So, you know, like don't make your songs softer, make them harder. You know, I want a hard hook to be honest, like just personal preference thing. But like, I, I completely understand why they did the hook like this. It works, but like, I don't love, love it. Like you guys do. Um, anyway, ice cube, like, yeah, he's really playing up that gangster image here. And, you know, when I listen to it, like, everyone knows that what he's saying is is not true. Like, but but I'm I'm sitting there listening to it. I'm like, well, yeah, 90% of the shit he's saying is just pure fiction. Like, like when he says stuff like, I got enough guns to fill the Empire State Building full of ones, I'm just, I'm not buying it on any level just because I, like, he's so famous now. We know so much about him and his early career. He wasn't that type of gangster. He he wasn't the no. dude to have, you know, a room full of guns. Maybe he had one or two. It's America. But, like, you know, I could be wrong, but I'm just not buying it from everything I know about him that he is, you know, he has he has that many guns. Like, but, however, if Mac 10 or Dub C were to say that shit, I might buy the fact that, yeah, maybe they do carry a lot of guns around because I don't know much about them and they present themselves as pure, hardcore West Side gangsters. That's all I know. That's all they're giving me. So I'm more inclined to believe that they are about that life. Whereas we know, I, we've we've all seen Straight Outta Compton, we know the story, like... Ice Cube was not, he was the dude who was just writing the lyrics and not really living that gangster life. So, yeah. But I still, you know, he's an actor and he, um, he was around those types of people. Like, he just wasn't it himself, I believe. 
So that kind of like, you know, affects my opinion slightly. But, but at st- the time, you wouldn't have known that. Probably. But I think also at the time, he was already an actor. Like, he was already making it in Hollywood. But yeah, he still was trying to keep up that gangster image. So yeah, you might be right. But um, in 2020, uh, I don't know, I'm not really buying it. Still a good verse, but I can see through it in a way. Um, and yeah, he ends his verse with Guppy again. Like, you know, it, that's he's really trying to make it work and it's not working for me. But anyway, Dub C comes along and I just, I love hearing him rap and do his thing. He's always doing something cool with his flow. Like he's doing a sing-songy thing at the start. Like having said that though, I personally don't think he's saying anything too special here, but I just enjoy listening to him. Like, I'm not picking out any lyrics. And where I'm really, like, going against you, Aaron, is I think Mac 10 wins this track. Like, he, I, I love that he starts out suggesting Adam and Eve grew weed in the Garden of Eden. That's just hilarious to me. And then um, I like his little explanation of how he got into drug dealing when he says, need cheese in amounts of G's. I gave up sports to slang keys, but blamed it on my knees. Just like all he ever wanted to do was sell drugs and now he's living his dream. It's kind of funny. Um, And you, you said that line, like he's got gems like, so now I stand with heat in hand for my whole lifespan because evil lurks the land. Like, Oh, that's just, he's got some gems. So I think he has a very solid performance here. And I think he's the winner, to be honest. Overall, yeah, yeah go on. Yeah, I just don't think he he competes with the other two. Like, they, to me, there are more quotables from Ice Cube than there are from Mac 10. Yeah. Yeah, well, Ice, yeah, Ice Cube does have a lot of quotables. But like I said, I have other issues with, with the verse. Just the fact that I don't believe what he's saying. And and Dub C, I genuinely couldn't pick out a, a, a quotable lyric. So for me, Matt 10 is the winner. Um, but yeah, overall, like Matt said, the song is still a slight step down from, from the title track. So I am also giving this one four stars. He's done it. We've synced up. Yeah. yeah. Well... I am the king of West Coast. It's official. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, curious to see how the rest of this goes. Yeah. Well, track four, all the critics in New York. Yeah. Who wants to take this one? No, this is you, Aaron. This is me. Is I actually you. do want to take this one. Um, But... Yeah, so this is where I kind of dropped in my own kind of research the backstory of like, you know, 1996, same year Tupac got shot. And like, this is like, I literally wrote, this is the peak of the East versus West. Yeah. Like, this is where, and it makes sense that this type of track comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'll start with the beat. Um, the beat is good. It's not crazy. It's just a good beat. Mm. The hook is also good, but not great. If anything, I'm not a huge fan of the way they like shout Inglewood. Like, oh, it just, <laughs> I just don't 
like that. It, it annoys me a little bit. Um, <laughs> um, but I think that they killed it here in terms of the bars mm. that they had with smaller verses. Like Ice Cube has, you know, I've been writing gangster shit since 83 when y'all were still scared to use profanity. Mm. Now you, everybody want to run and go and get triggers and blame it on these West Coast seven-figure ends. Mm. Like, oh, that's so good. Yeah. Um, and I also loved um, Dub C. I'm the Mr. Hoodster, cat pillar, dusty-ass New York critic killer. Mm. Dumping and pumping the motherfucking lead in their chest because ain't none of them ends ever give it up for the West. <laughs> and he like he just has to me the bars here. When I see me, T-Roller, cut off his scrotum, leave him bleeding in particles for them biases articles. I mashing and blasting to so get the casket. I bet you after this I get a fucking hip hop classic. Mm, that's my like favorite. oh it's gangster shit. And Dub C for me takes the win, like he murdered this. But because they have a really long outro, and because I'm not like I don't love the hook, I give this four stars, not five. No. Yeah, yeah, he's so wrong, Matt. He is so wrong here. He's like, absolutely wrong. Yeah. The outro fifteen times. You know what annoys me more than anything else is repetition. Is good songs apparently. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This but I don't like repetition. Like I've I've said it time and time again on other tracks. I'm just not a huge fan of repetition. I actually I know what you're talking about and it's I love the way they go, you know. Why you talking loud? What you talking about? And and but the way Ice Cube says it, he keeps getting more aggressive every single time he says, "Why you talking loud? What you talking about?" He just keeps until he, like at the end, he's going mental with it. I love that. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, well, I didn't find it necessary. I think they said enough through the bars, and had they not done that, I would have lent towards five stars. But um, because the beat is good, not great. Because the hook <laughs> is good, not great. And because the outro is too long, I give it four stars. <laughs> oh, God. That was a good joke, Aaron. That was a good joke. Can you get do the real review now? Yeah, I give it two stars. <laughs> <laughs> no, I give it four stars. I'm standing by it. And potentially this is part of my New York City, you know, yeah. East Coast bias coming through. Yeah. But... Still four stars. Yeah. Oh man. I think Aaron thinks like... the uh, first of April, the first of November. Totally, Sorry, missed, totally missed that. <laughs> I think uh, Aaron must think it's the first of April, not the first of November. Oh, yeah. Now mm. I hear it. Now I hear. It's a good one. Um, <laughs> Would have been better the first time. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah, like you are wrong on almost every level. Like even though you give it four stars, which is, you know, one off five stars, everything you said is wrong. So uh, <laughs> like the beat. I clearly said in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is purely my own opinion. Yeah, so I know. I know. Like, I know, I know. And we knew, like, let's be honest. 
there was no way I was going to get through this whole album and give everything five stars. Yeah, but it is just interesting that the like this is this probably the strongest track so far, and this is the one you've got you've gone down on. Like this is, I go to this one before I go to bow down. Like this shit is my shit. Like this is traditional G funk at its best. And yes, you said G funk is not your fave, but this I love G funk, and this is. This is like some classic chronic or doggy style shit. Like that funky bass line, those signature piano keys. It's just so good. This beat is amazing. So when you say it's okay, it's like, what the hell are you listening to? But um, Yeah, but you know why I, th- I, I said know. it's okay. It's I know. purely because I'm not a huge fan of G-Funk. I understand. I understand. I understand. People can be wrong. It's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like... And you're talking about, are you talking about the intro and outro is where they go like, is Brooklyn in the house? Is it, do you like that? You didn't like that. I just didn't like the Inglewood. You like, like you- I just, <laughs> I just you don't, don't like, like the one word they say. Now, because they just, it's just said in a really annoying way. Yeah, in a really great way that sounds great. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah Inglewood. Mate, well, like I just, I just can't get past it. The way you do it, um, nah, it's so good, it's so good, and I, I like. It's interesting though that it sounds like they're shouting out all the New York boroughs. Like, is Brooklyn in the house? Like, why would they be saying that? Like, they they should be anti West Coast. I mean, anti East Coast. But then they flip it at the end. They go, "Why are you talking loud? What you talking about?" Like, and my interpretation of that is like they're saying. Everyone on the East Coast thinks, you know, they're the best. But we on the West Coast have no idea what you're talking about because the West Coast is the best and you guys are shit. So what are you talking about? Why are you talking loud? We're the best. You're shit, mate. I also took the interpretation of, like, everybody from these boroughs pay attention. Yeah. Like, Like, is Brooklyn in the house? Mm. Yeah. Is the Queens in the house? Yeah. Manhattan? Yeah. And they're just going down the list going... I'm making sure that everybody's here to hear this. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's good as well. Um, so yeah, that I like that. That's awesome. Um, like, there's no actual hook though. Like, that's not really the hook. That's just like comes at the start and at the end. And there's no real hook. So I don't know if that makes this a track instead of a song. Matt can confirm or deny later if this is a track or a song. But I will. Um, okay, good. <laughs> I'd say it is a track. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Whatever that means. Um, and then I love the unique structure of the of the track, like the way that they all get three mini verses each, like one after the other. Just really, you know, cool way to keep things fresh instead of just verse, hook, verse, hook, verse, hook, which is how they could have done every song. This one is verse, verse, verse something verse 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 something like it's it's cool um well, danny that's what makes it attract to me a oh. song is that typical song structure of you know oh. verse oh. hook verse hook verse right. like just of the classic song structure whereas a track is something that is outside of that that's how i personally view the difference right it makes no sense but of course it does it makes that's such a strict definition of what a song is compared to a track that means like literally 
like anything else can be a track and only only so uh verse hook verse hook is a song and that's it like what the yeah, hell because it's, it's a classic song structure oh, for f- that's what it is no no that's just yes you made that up for this review you didn't that was not I your didn't. definition before no that's not true no. if you listen to my cj interview you'll hear me talk <laughs> about it uh shout out cj listen to the interview coming up soon yeah okay um <laughs> <laughs> well, it would have come out before we did this already. So, um, yeah. Anyway, I wasn't. Anyway, you, you didn't. You didn't let us speak to him. So you took the interview. Yourself, so. <laughs> Rude. You, do, you yeah, can say whatever out. you like. I'm cutting this out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta keep. <laughs> yeah, yo, CJ, shout out to you, baby. Aaron's gonna cut this out, but yo, shout out. Okay, when can I come back in, Aaron? <laughs> oh, just as soon as you stop dissing me. <laughs> do you cut out all the disses now no i just cut out all the rumors that you start about me what? being the dictator oh okay i thought you're gonna cut out the shit about yeah go on no i leave all the west coast shit i leave all the all the banter stuff yeah that's what i thought. i don't want people to actually legitimately think i don't let you guys <laughs> do the interviews because in reality it's the opposite oh i thought that would have been funny Aaron's going to release a diss track, All the Critics in Black Rock. <laughs> I'm sure that was funny. <laughs> I've got a diss track in the works. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, anyway, was it me? Was I the one talking? You were. Oh, okay. Okay, so where was I up to? <laughs> oh, we were just talking about the the like intro, not the hook, but yeah. like, yeah. Are you going to seamlessly edit this so that it, it sounds like I never stopped talking? No. Oh. <laughs> so what did I say? I love the unique structure of the tracks. That's what I was up to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, structure. Um, And then I, I love how Ice Cube starts every verse with, fuck all the critics in NYC. Just like every time he says it, and he says it every time he does a verse three times, it just gets me hype every time. Just fuck all the critics in NYC. It's so good. Um, all three of them are really entertaining to listen to from start to finish, but Dub C absolutely murders this shit, especially in his second verse, the lyrics you said, but when he says, I gotta beat him when I see him. T roll him, cut off his scrotum, leaving bleeding in particles for them biases articles. I'm mashing and blasting, so get the casket. I bet you after this I get a fucking hip hop classic. I'm banning you ends from the scene, kicking over newsstands, pouring gasoline on your magazines. God damn! That's just that yeah. is fire. The song is fire from start to finish. Five stars. Let's go. Matt, back me up. Absolutely, I will. This is, like, this is five stars for sure because it's not just a diss track against a rapper, but it's a diss track against a whole city of rappers. So it's like diss tracks at their, like, most sort of, what's the word, most ambitious, I would say. Like, it's it, it, what makes it even more, I suppose, poignant is that at the time it was released, like this is when, like you said before, the whole East and West thing was just blowing up. So 
their flows, like you said, Danny, are epic, all of them. And I think it's like they tailor it to the content of the song because it's like it is what it is. That's why they're like flowing the way they are um, in that aggressive sort of way. Um, you can't go past the beat. I love that beat. And I also think you can't go past, you've already mentioned this, but how each borough of New York City is called out in the beginning and the end of the song. I think that's yeah. really, um, I, that's, I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's a call to like, it's a call for them to listen in and be like, this is, this is what we're saying. This is what we think of you. And yeah, it's just, I think it's like the most ambitious diss track I've ever heard, to be honest. So that's why I'm also giving <laughs> five stars baby the correct rating well done well danny you're making me feel like a criminal oh for so jesus i like how you just arbitrarily start to do your transitions now like three songs in you start transitioning yeah because if i think i've yeah because i think if i've if i think i've got one i'll do it if I don't think I've got one, I won't. That doesn't work. You either do them for all of them or you don't do it at all. <laughs> Every time I try to do them, you shit all over me. <laughs> That's my favourite part of the podcast. But track five, do you like criminals? Do you? I don't know. Do you? Oh, okay. I think it's my turn anyway. Um I don't know if I do, to be honest. Um, this is where it maybe falls apart a little bit. Um, like it definitely even falls less... apart here. Yeah. Oh, come on. Come on, guys. Spoiler alert, Matt. Yeah. It, this, this is your song, mate. This is a video. And this is your bloody song. But anyway. Um, no, absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah, even West Side Connection apparently needs to make one for the ladies. But like... Even this one does kind of have a gangster edge to it. Like, they still try to make it as hard as possible. And it is another solid West Coast beat. It's nothing too flashy this time, but still enjoyable. I still like the beat. Um, Dub C kicks things off and, like, sorry, but I don't want to hear how much dick you have. Like, you know, I don't want rappers telling me how much dick they have. That's just not something that I enjoy listening to. Um, as you'd as you'd expect, his verse is horribly misogynistic. Uh, it sounds like he has no problem giving women a black eye, at least back in the day. So, um, yeah, this verse has not aged well at all. Dub C takes a bit of an L on this track. Um, Ice Cube doesn't incriminate himself as much as Dub C, but like it's the subject matter. It's it's just not doing him any favors, and he comes out, you know, better than Dub C. But like you know, there's nothing you can really do with this subject matter. He does have a you know relatively catchy hook though, so Ice Cube has that under his belt for this one. Um, Mac Ten, you know, does a serviceable job. Could have been worse, but you know, it's Mac Ten. You know, he's, I I do agree, he is definitely the weakest link in the group. And, you know, he's kind of showing it here. Um, but then the big guest feature, KD, comes in right at the end and he steals the show. He potentially saves the track. Like, he's just having so much fun 
definitely the best verse and he brings like this crazy kind of energy to the track and i think it just works really well i love the way he samples snoop dogg when he goes dear his nuts just classic classic west coast um he's also like kind of self-deprecating in, in a way when he says stuff like you're a rich girl far from a skeezer i'm playing broke at the mall with your visa just like that's just funny like that's not gangster but it is really funny um i also find it pretty funny when he says so what you're gonna do don't go chasing waterfalls stick to the dicks and balls that you're used to like that play on on a classic oh who is it is it it's tlc yeah classic tlc song i mean ice cube loved that line so much he uses it later on that's how good that is so you know the subject matter is kind of trash the beat is pretty good KD was very entertaining, so I'm giving this three and a half stars. Maddie, what'd you think? This is a two-star trash track for me. Absolute God trash. Um, yeah, it just as soon as you the, the content starts going the way it was, I was just like, no, nah, I'm not listening to this shit. Um, I think I, I think I recall even skipping it, but then I think I remember coming back to it and hearing, like you said, Danny, that last verse and. Yeah, that was bloody like the the TLC line that got me. I thought that was quite funny. Um, um, These nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually like, and that's like a meme nowadays. Like, and that's where it's come from. Um, well, it came from like Snoop Dogg, you know, early, early. That's on the Chronic, isn't it? Ninety two or something. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. No, I like, like, I just. Did did you think the beat was quite mellow, like compared to the other two other or other past tracks we've listened to? This feels yeah, a lot more mellow. Well, it's definitely the weakest of what we've heard so far. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just you mentioned the lines about the black eye and stuff, and I was just like, mm. isn't it funny how like when you hear a lyric and you're just like. Oh, well, that's not what I want to hear. And then, like, for the rest of the song, you've sort of got, like, this bad taste in your mouth. So it's like... Yeah, it turns you, you off. Try and grab on, yeah, you try and grab onto lines that you're like, oh, yeah, that's good. But then in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, they said that shit before, didn't they? So that sort of ruined it. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I think, it's, I think it's my main beef is just the content of this song, and that, like, made me tune out to everything else that was going on except KD at the end. Um, so, yeah, maybe being harsh, but I wouldn't... I probably wouldn't listen to this again. So that's why I've given it a two-star rating. So, mm. yep. Sorry. Left side connection. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm with you guys. Like, but I'll start with the beat again. We've got the G-Funk, which, like, it's it kind of starts to grow on me, but it's still not my favourite. They have a vocal sample in there, but, I like, I just, I don't know. I feel like this... This track is, without a doubt, their weakest. I do like this hook, though. I think Ice Cube kills this hook. Do you like ends? Him and those individuals called criminals. Like, I just like the flow of that. I think he kills it on that. Um, The bars are not okay, though. The problem is, and I think we've touched on this before, when it doesn't feel like a joke... It's a real problem. <laughs> this at no point feels like a joke. No. Like the thing that he's like he says, 
Beat you best to be glad I got three strikes because back in 85, I'd be done, gave your ass a black eye. Like, it's just so unnecessarily misogynistic that it, like, it just at no point is acceptable. Like, it's not gangster. It is just straight up horrendous. Like, if you want to know what playful and fun sounds like, you listen to KD at the end. That's what, that's what that sounds like. Well, the I mean, you guys have mentioned this before, but Eminem goes for a jokey vibe. Like you can tell he's wanting to make a joke, but nothing about this screams joke. They literally say, "Do you like criminals?" That's the song. That's what they're doing. They're saying we are criminals. Um. So, so yeah, I didn't like this either and i gave this two stars i would never come back to this song i literally would never come back to it there's just the only redeeming factor to me was the hook and kd wasn't as misogynistic as the others um but at that point i'd already switched off at that point i'd already gone i'd like i just can't see myself ever putting this on so um yeah really bad way to kind of get towards the first the end of the first half of the album yeah well i don't think it was as terrible as you guys like i still think it's listen listenable because i actually enjoy the beat and kd was actually good so it's interesting both of you gave it two stars i gave it three and a half like it's a big difference but you know i can see where you guys are coming from but when I'm listening to the album all the way through, I don't skip this song. Like I will still listen to it. Are there any? Yeah, I just songs couldn't. You- I just couldn't. When I was analysing it, and when I was digging in deep, I just couldn't get past it. Yeah. What did you say, Matt? I said, "Are there any songs you will skip?" No, no, there's not. When I listen to this album, I listen all the way through. Like the only thing I would skip are the skits, which are absolutely useless. And you can talk about that right now. Yeah, track six, Gangsters Don't Dance. Matt, the skit specialist, is back to, to kick this one off. Well, Danny hasn't even given this one a rating, so I, I fear I to do. think if he did give it a rating, what it would be. Yeah. But you, didn't, well, you, you said you wouldn't even comment on it, so I was like, oh, that tells <laughs> us what you think of this. <laughs> um Oh yeah, it's a very generous two stars from me for Gangsters No Downs. The only reason I'm giving it two is because there's one lot, like obviously the, the line that they say in this is like repeated in the next song. So there is that connection to the next song. But other than that, I'm just like, just get rid of this shit and get me onto the, the Gangster, the Killer and the Dope Dealer. Like, I don't think it adds any value to this album, to be honest. Um, so yeah, I'd skip it in the future. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say about Gangsters Don't Dance. Yeah. Gangsters wait, wait, Don't Put In Shit. Say, wait, what line did you say you liked? Pardon? You said you liked a line. Yeah, yeah, no, like the, I said, the only reason it got two stars was because of the lyrics that were repeated in um, from Gangsters Don't Dance in The Gangster, The Killer, and The Dope Dealer. Oh, okay. So, like, the continuity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I see. I see, I see. Yeah. So, in terms of album construction, this like <laughs> does like work a little bit. So that's why I got two stars. Okay. Let me ask you this though: if this wasn't there, 
would you say the album construction was any worse? No. Yeah. Well, therefore, it's unnecessary, boring, and I'd skip the shit out of this one star. They don't dance, we boogie. I have absolutely no idea why that's in there, to be honest. <laughs> like, even like music- I actually even musically, it doesn't even sound that good. No. Nah. Yeah. Like, I don't understand the point of this. I literally don't get it at all. Yeah. I don't know. So... Yeah. What do you think? What do you? This is for Danny. What do you think? West Side Connection were thinking when they were like, "Oh yeah, let's put in this skit." <laughs> I think they thought it was pretty funny. I think they thought it was uh, saying something about them and saying something yeah. about gangs that they don't dance, they boogie, and they have like this special, like you know, they legit have a special like boogie they do, like <laughs> when they're representing. Like I think so. I mean, it says something, but like, yeah. I don't I don't support them putting it into the album. I also don't think that dancing and boogieing there's enough difference. Like just because you boogie that doesn't seem gangster to me. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. It's I think like it's the, like the guppy thing. Boogie doesn't sound gang- gangster. Like how many times have our friends got, "Hey, do you want to go for a boogie?" <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like and our friends are far from gangsters. So the fact, and maybe this is more us using 2020 slang rather than, you know, 1996, but there is no part of me that thinks Boogie is any more gangster than dancing. Yeah. Boogie, like when yeah. I hear Boogie, I think like disco. That's what I, that's what immediately comes to mind, which is not gangster. What do you think? When, what about dancing? Dancing is just like a gen, gen, general term. It's just like. If you go to the club, you'll be dancing. Well, I don't even... You could do... It just, like, covers literally everything for me. It's like, you can yeah. go dance at a wedding or you can go, you know, you can be a professional dancer or you can go to the club and dance. Like, it's all the same shit to me. But Boogie is either, you know, um, disco, you know, ABBA kind of shit or I do... Still, gangster. Yeah, I do associate it with gangsters as well, to be honest. I don't know. I don't. To me, it just doesn't. It's it's like an unnecessary clarification. Like out of everything you want to clarify, you just it's strange understand. to me. You don't understand the reference. Yeah, I don't. It, it just seems like a strange clarification to make, like specifically to have a skit in this dedicated to letting everybody know we don't dance, we boogie. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like there are so many more interesting skits they could have done. Oh, but the, uh, yeah, maybe, but. The fact that it's really short is a plus. Like they just chucked it in, you know. It's really short. <laughs> yeah, but you saying, but you saying the fact that it's a short, it's short is a plus. Yeah, but you're saying just... you saying they could have done something a better skit. Like, what did you want? A minute long stand up routine? What did you want instead? I would have preferred that. This, I think we can all agree, the shorter the better for this skit. Exactly. So yeah. So you want like, something longer? Well, no, I want something better. I want none at all. How about that? I want no well, skits. Well, if they did what they did in track one with World War Domination and kind of revisit that, I wouldn't have nah, complained. Even at all. then, the joke would be done. Like, it's it's done with the intro. It's funny there, and just drop it and just give us the music. Like, none of the skits are good, other than that intro. The only skits Danny likes are on relapse. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! All right. Let's move into track seven. Could be us three, to be honest. Yeah. The gangster, the killer, 
and the dope dealer. I don't know about you guys, but I always thought that out of the gangster, the killer, and the dope dealer, I'd rather be a gangster or a killer rather than the dope dealer. Well, that's weird. Like, what? How, how are you defining gangster and killer compared to dope dealer? I think gangster's the best one because they kind of encompass everything. The other two are specific. Like, in terms of the hardest people, I think that goes gangster killer than dope dealer. You think a gangster is harder than a, than a killer? Yeah. Well, I don't think so. No. Because a gangster, to me, also kills people and also sells drugs. Like, a gangster is the all-encompassing word. Well, that's not the way that they present it in this song, though. In this song, a gangster is just, like, you know, representing for their, for their gang and just, like, hanging out, you know, making sure everyone's together and, you know, driving down the, the boulevard with their gang signs up. Whereas the killer is legit going killing people and the dope dealer is le- just all about selling drugs. But that I'm just saying that was my interpretation of like when they categorize themselves. Yeah, but how did you get that from Ice Cube's verse? He doesn't say anything no. about dealing no, drugs I'm, or killing people. No, I'm saying that from the beginning when they categorize themselves in world domination. Oh, okay. Well, who's who's who in the group out of us? Who's the gangster? Who's the killer? Who's the dope dealer? Danny's the killer. Yes, I I was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> I was really hoping you'd say that. Yeah, Aaron's, the, Aaron's the <laughs> dope dealer. I oh, he, he hates. Oh no! Hates yeah, that. I hate that. But you why are, am I the dope dealer? Uh, you you went to uh, Amsterdam. That's why. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did weed. <laughs> yeah. You smoked one. No, no, that, that's the that's the avenue that would be most profitable. <laughs> true. 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 Well, the just purely from my perspective, being a gangster is more profitable because you have multiple lines of business. Oh God, mate, you don't know anything, mate. <laughs> <laughs> like when I think of gangster, I think like mob, like the mob, like they're all gangsters. Oh, well, that's like I think of Tony Soprano. That's got nothing to do with this kind of gangster. Yeah, that's who do you think literally got nothing to do? Who do you think's yeah. more gangster? Um, who do you think is more gangster? The Godfather, that type of gangster, or Ice Cube? <laughs> what are you saying? Who would win in the fist fight? What are you saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who, who would you who would you be more scared of? Ice Cube or the Godfather? <laughs> I'd be more scared of Ice Cube in a fist fight. The Godfather's really old. I'd be more scared of the Godfather in general because like he could have a million hitmen just come to my house yeah. and kill me. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, Matt, you're you're the gangster. Why are you the gangster then? Um, I'm just about that life, you know. <laughs> no, he keeps us together, Danny. He uh, makes sure we always hang out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we bring our lowriders over to his uh, place, park on the on the lawn, and gang community, that gang life of keeping the slim piggy and piggy community. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. All right, settled. I'm the killer. I'm happy with it. Yeah. All right. Well, the gangster goes first in this track. So why don't you go first? Oh, yeah. Matthew. <laughs> I like that. Let's go in order. <laughs> yeah. Um, this song is clearly five stars. Clearly. Um, I love the beat. I love the background vocals. The woo woo. Like the, like, um, yeah. Ooh, I know, yeah, I can't really like do it properly. But yeah, I love that. Um, the verses are all hard and they all represent obviously who they stand for in the group. And that simple hook, like, 
I don't know. Usually you'd probably hate it, but it's like, no, it, it actually works. Um, mm-hmm. I think it, it's good. Um, every, there's nothing that I can criticize really about this, um, about this song. And it is a song. um what else is there to say about this um that's it like i I don't know i'm really short and succinct today with my with my like opinions of them i've just like i don't know if i was to pick out like lyrics or a favorite verse i think i'm biased to ice cube because like i know more about him and i know like his voice is obviously quite iconic I've heard him more, so like, but then maybe I'm missing, like, a, maybe I'm missing a trick with, you know, the other people. I don't know. Definitely, definitely missing a trick. Yeah. Um, See, it's weird to me because you're you're like you're you're saying it's five stars. I just don't hear the same passion. <laughs> you don't think it's reflected? No. Well, like I don't know. Like I, I. I it just it just comes down to when I was listening to it, like it's almost like a feeling, and like you hear when the song comes on, you're like, all right, I know this is going to be five stars. Like, for example, when um, Gangsters Make the World Go Round came on, immediately as soon as it played, I was like, this is a step down from Bow Down without having listened to the whole track. Like this one again, this is like I don't know. I feel like this is like almost like the centerpiece of the album because it's like it's it's breaking down who is or who West Side Connection are. And I don't know, it's just done in a really great way. There's nothing bad about this song. So if there's nothing bad about it, then it's got to be five stars. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's not wrong. He's not bloody wrong. Um, yeah, this is so good. I like that this is like, I like that you say this is the centerpiece of the album. It so is. Like, it's it's... The gangster, the killer, and the dope dealer. It's their mission statement. It's who they are, and they just do it so well. This is, yeah, definitely my favorite song on the album. I'll say it now. This is mm. this is my number one song. The sample used in the hook, like you said, is so good. That ooh, ooh, just, ah, oh, so good. And then the drums drop, and it's just a banger. It's a low-key banger. The... The hook, simple and catchy, just the gangster, the killer, and the dope dealer. It's all you need. The concept of the song is so good. Like, like you said, like it's it's defines each of them. Like they should have put this way earlier. It would have been so yeah. good if they did this way earlier. Like now we know who each of them are, what they represent, and like they represent their roles so well within their verses. Like Ice Cube has such a visual verse. You know, which is one of his greatest strengths as a rapper. It's why I love him so much. Is because like when you hear him rap, just you can picture everything he's saying in your mind. Like you can picture him sitting there between some chick's legs as she braids his hair. Like that's what he's rapping about, and you can see it. And then like there's a line where he says, "And it's going to take a miracle to drive a car this color down Imperial." And just like I don't know if he's pretending to be a blood or a crip because I don't think he's either. But like. You can just imagine what would happen driving a blue car through a blood neighborhood or vice versa. Like just that's, that's the kind of gangster shit that, that he's talking about and that I like. Um, solid verse. Yeah. Really good verse. Dub C comes in so incredibly strong. Like his delivery of this is insane bananas. When he goes, I got my steel up, throwing my shit up, pulling the trigger, 
what the fuck you looking at, N? And it's just like, the way he says, what the fuck you looking at, is genuinely menacing. Like, if he said that directly to my face, in that exact tone of voice, like, I would probably shit myself. It's no no joke. (laughs) Like, seriously... His 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 delivery is so on point, um, and as the killer, like to me, he has the most interesting role out of the group, and like he leaves a long trail of bodies behind him when the verse is done, and I just love that shit. Like that is my like killer psycho shit is like a a really niche hip hop like you know subgenre and i'm like that's my shit like relapse like you said like that's an entire relapse is an entire album of the exact specific niche subgenre of hip hop that i love and like the dub c gives us a tiny taste of it here and then um mac 10 brings it home as the dope dealer and um he does he like even mac 10 the weakest in the group he has a solid line a really good line where he says, um, uh, what does he say? I brag and I boast, man. I got the most, man. I make more deliveries than the postman. Just, yeah, that I is mean, the line. Yeah, just as a dope deal, as a drug dealer, it's solid. He just does a good job of making you believe that he's a very successful, big-time drug dealer. So everyone puts in a really great performance. Beat is amazing. Sample is strong fantastic song five stars let's go all righty gents get ready for your minds to be blown because this is not five stars that's ridiculous that's actually ridiculous um i like this beat the the woo woo there's like i can't deliver as well as you danny but um, I like it. It's dark, ominous, and just works. Two hooks. Pick one. Oh god. Just pick one hook. Which one? If the I like the the break, and I'm not a huge fan of Kill Kelly is the state murder. Um, love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, yeah. Pick one, no need for two, uh, and then at both, the end. Do both, they're both great. Yeah, next. And then the chorus at the end is just so long again. Like, oh, God. Like, they do two hooks. Just choose one. Jeez. Okay? Just choose one. No. Not necessary. Um, Like, I don't know. Like, I thought Cube was good. I didn't love his verse. I thought Dub C did kill it. Like, I was a huge fan of leaving bodies hanging like the tongue on my chucks. Chalk another one, homicidal in the G-ride. I swear I'm killing every end standing outside. Letting him have it with my double-barreled sword off. Ugh, I'm smoking on everybody. Ends, bitches, and all. Mm. Like, I like that. And I did like Mac 10 as well. He had this line that you didn't mention. We got paved faces fighting federal cases because ain't nothing realer than ends getting a skriller like a gangster, a killer, and Mac, be I'll dope. be the dope dealer. Mm, 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 mm. That finishes really well. Um, I don't know. There's, I just, this didn't hit me in the right way. I gave it three and a half stars. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah. That is actually insane. This is the best yeah. song on the album. Aaron, can you three and a half stars. Yeah. 
Aaron, can you edit your review of this song out of the uh, podcast? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'll save yourself some embarrassment, that's for sure. Look, I don't know what you guys expected. There was always going to be a point where we just so disagree. Look, I expect, and- I expect you to rate the good songs well and the bad songs poorly. That's what I expect. Look, I'm, I'm surprised you accept two, two average hooks. I don't. I, I remember two great hooks. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you need to go back and listen to them again. I've listened to this song a million times. They're repetitive and boring. Next. They're great and fantastic. (laughs) Next. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, Yeah. Just the the outro as well. What would you like to do with both of those hooks? I'd like you to cut one. Would you like to cross a mountain and put a K? <laughs> oh, got him. I, set you up, I set you up and you didn't take it, you loser. You loser. <laughs> well, track eight, cross them out and put a K. Jeez, you just need to spell everything out for me, Danny. Yeah. yeah. I think it's your turn as well to embarrass yourself yeah. again. <laughs> um cross them out and put a K. This is hard. Just bars about how they're killers. Um, the production doesn't really capture me though, but the delivery on the bars is fire. I did think that this hook was not good. It was mm. not a good hook mm. on this. I would go as far as to say it was trash. <laughs> <laughs> Cross a mountain, put a K. Inglewood, heard oh, that before. Oh, no. Heard it before. Oh, that's embarrassing. One heard word. that before. One word ruins uh, the whole song. I've heard it before. So already recycling lyrics. That's embarrassing. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're representing, <laughs> representing where they come from. That's not recycling. No, 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 it's the way that they're representing. It's the same way they did it in other tracks. Oh my god, you're mental. You have sure you, am. you have gone off the bloody cliff, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, I like again though. Dub C kind of talks about beating up women again. Um, uh, it's just like I he he says that he's even murdering female rappers, and I feel like that's something that's not even necessary to bring up. Um, well, that's not you know what I mean. Bad. That's not that bad. He's murdering yeah, but I feel like I just think that males as well. Yeah, I know, but that's why he would have just said a murdering rappers is enough. But for him to specifically go out of his way and go, oh, I'm murdering female rappers as well is kind of a strange, like a strange thing to me. Mm. He's given like, he's given him a shout out, I reckon. Even female rappers are getting smacked, stabbed in the titties, and kicked in the back. But that's what he'd say about it, about male rappers as well. I haven't heard him say anything about stabbing them in the titties. <laughs> like, all I'm saying is, I'm just saying is, I feel like it's an unnecessary thing to say. Like, oh, I'm going to take this line and specifically talk about how I'll stab and murder female rappers. I Like, he's already talking about how he murders the game and how he murders hip-hop. I think it's, like... I think we already understand that he's talking about everyone. Like he doesn't need to spell it out that, oh yeah, I'm also talking about women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That, I, that's what I felt about it. Um, 
and I think it's more going back with the history of what he's had to say about women in the past as well in Do You Like Criminals? It just doesn't it doesn't build a good case for him, I think. But overall, um, he I do find it interesting because in this one he talks about Q-tip. Mm-hmm. And in this one, he specifically goes after Q-tip. Um, and he says, I once knew this bitch by the name of Q-tip who claimed he had a problem with this gangster shit. Behind closed doors, running his mouth like a trick until this N about the name of Dub caught him slipping, tied his ass up and threw him in the truck, put an apple in his mouth, then dug his ass out. About a month later, they found his body stashed in a trash bag with a cucumber up his ass. <laughs> like, yeah, that that was... I, I wasn't sure what the, like, the beef is in regards to him, why he went for Q-tip. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure, Danny, you'll shed some light on this. I can shed um, But overall, I thought this was a good track. Um, I gave this four stars. Um, I just didn't like the hook on this. Um that's what led it down for me, but four stars. All right, I'm going to cross you out and put a K in a second. If you keep going. Oh. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's, gonna, he's, he's asking for it, I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> well, I, I'm going to go one star higher if you don't mind. Uh, We're getting closer, Danny, you and I. We're getting closer. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know, maybe Matt, you... Do you know Natural Born Killers by Dr. Dre and Ice Cube? I sure don't. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not, it's, it doesn't matter. But, like, this beat reminds me heavily of Natural Born Killers by um, Dr. Dre and Ice Cube. Like, and I think that song came out in 94. Like, you know, and that was a big song because, um, you know, that was like, I think that was the, the reunion of um, Dre and Cube after the whole NWA thing. So... Big song, solid song. Check that out. And if you like this song and you like this beat, then you will like that song because this heavily reminds me of Natural Born Killers. Um, and that's definitely a good thing. Um, I have a huge nitpick about this song, though. Huge, massive. It's not going to downgrade the song, but it is a really big nitpick. Um, so... I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but in the previous song, we established that Ice Cube is the gangster, Dub C is the killer, and Mac-10 is the dope dealer. So at the start of this song, the very next song, Ice Cube says, in about four seconds, a gangster will begin to speak. And then Mac-10, the dope dealer, starts rapping. That really annoys me. And that's not even where it ends. Later in the song, he he tries again. Ice Cube tries again. He goes, in about four seconds, a killer will begin to speak. And then it's Mac-10 again. He's the dope (laughs) dealer. You literally named the two roles he's not. It's so... (laughs) annoying i cannot believe they did that um like you know danny i didn't mention it but now that you bring it up and i didn't pick up on it i might have to downgrade it another half star (laughs) (laughs) just it's embarrassing no but you didn't even notice it so it couldn't have been that bad 
Well, now that you say it, I will never be able to not notice it. <laughs> but it would be funny to go back and listen to it now that you know it and, and be annoyed like me. Um, but even though it's really annoying, the actual music, like the music, the song as a whole is so damn good. Like it just sounds amazing. Um, they're all extremely angry on here and I love that. They shit on the East Coast some more. And um, at this point in the album, Cypress Hill start to get some too. And then like like uh, Aaron said, the biggest surprise for me was at the end when Dub C disses Q-Tip. Um, and when I picked this album, I had no idea. I did not recall that Q-Tip was dissed on this because... Literally the last podcast review we did was, um, you know, A Tribe Called Quest, Midnight Marauders. And so yeah, I did not consciously go, all right, you know, let's, let's pick an album where they get dissed. But it just happened that way. So I was like, wow, I can't believe this. Um, and so the story goes that um, in 1995, Q-Tip did a freestyle over Mob Deep's Shook Ones Part 1. Um, and towards the end of that freestyle, he says, West Coast haters, we will bust yo shit. He was actually showing support for the West Coast. He says, West Coast haters, we will bust your shit. He's defending the West Coast. But for some reason... Many people, including Dubsey, thought that it sounded like West Coast ends. We will bust your shit. So instead of haters, mm. they thought he said the N-word. So, like, we're, all you West Coasters, we're going to bust your shit, is what it sounded like he was saying. Which, when you listen to this, if you, if you manage to find it, track it down, the freestyle, you can tell he's saying West Coast haters. But for some reason, Dub C heard it differently and, you know, they, he, it made it sound like he was dissing the entire West Coast. And so Q-Tip got a lot of West Coast hate for that. So unlucky, basically. But Yeah, that is unlucky. Imagine trying to, like, defend people and then the people you're trying to defend have a go at you. Yeah, yeah. Like, that is... Yeah, and he copped a lot of shit for that, so... He even cleared it up. He clarified it later on a on an album track. Can't can't remember what it was, but yeah, unlucky. Um, anyway, <laughs> I think Ice Cube wins the track for me. He has my favorite lines. Uh, for example, I'm not an MC. I'm not a G. I mean, I'm A to fucking Z and everything in between. That's so cool. And then he also has. No R&B tracks, just ends on wax, kicking facts with these gang-bang raps, which is perfect because that is all I want out of a rap album. No R&B, just pure rap. So he's talking my language, and this song is absolutely five stars. Let's go. I'm interested to see what Matt says. I'm very interested. I'm below both of you boys. I'm below. What? Wow. 
Oh, because he's what? he's defend he's defending his precious Q tip. Oh. Yeah, I am. <laughs> nah, but how dumb of um how bloody dumb of them to be like, oh, I think he I think he is dissing us. Let's uh <laughs> let's put out a bit. Lots then, of like, people thought that. Lots of people yeah, well, thought that. How about they open their fucking ears and maybe do some <laughs> research on what he said before they release a diss track against him? One of the OGs, one of the legends. I bet Q-Tip, if he took a shit, it would land on that guy and completely squash him. Q-Tip was bigger than this guy was when he released you. <laughs> Can I just say, I had a go at Matt for passion before, and this is the passion that I come to expect when it comes to Matt. Oh, I love it. <laughs> but, like, like, is that not true? Q-Tip would have been way bigger than, like, than him at this stage. Not bigger than Ice Cube. No, not bigger than Ice Cube, but bigger than the guy who's dissing him. But maybe that's why he's dissing him to get some notoriety. Um, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, is what it is. Um, back to my review of this track. There's obviously hard lyrics here. You can't go past it. There's hard lyrics throughout the whole album. And like, if that's what you like, then you're going to love it. It, it. it could possibly start to get a bit like, I don't know tedious after a while because it's like you know but it's not a long album so it's like you know <laughs> i don't know i just at, at that point i was starting to sort of in some ways zone out a little bit because i was just like okay like what else you got for me but it is hard and like if you like it you're gonna love it um the beat is good but there's this weird sound, and I, I couldn't think of anything way to describe it other than like scratchy, but it's not scratchy. It's like, it's almost like it sounds like a harmonica or like, I don't know, some sort of instrument that comes over the top of the, the instrumental where the hook is. And it, it drowns out the beat, and I really dislike that. That mm. was like, no, I'm not a fan of what that is. So, yeah, I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but like, there's a I'm clear. Not, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I know you, what you're talking about. Yeah, you might not like Natural Born Killers then. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't don't like that at all. And I think the hook is yeah mediocre at best. Um, Jesus. So yeah, um, I do like how Ice Cube at the end has said that it repeated the lyric, but don't go chasing waterfalls. I think that yeah. was really good. And I also like. Um, <laughs> Oh, I also like this lyric. New school, old school. I hate you, motherfuckers. I'm steady plotting, wiping my ass with your album covers. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. That imagery right there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that is good. Um, so yeah, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm, this isn't trash. It's not definitely not trash, but it's not four stars for me. So I'm giving it three. Yeah. Oh, that's no good. That is no good to me. Yeah. yeah. I just want to, when you were saying like, you know, that this album gets a bit tedious, like, you know, the, uh, this album has a mission statement. They are so consistent. Like, yeah. this is what they set out to do and they accomplish it so well. Like, it's a short, like you said, it's a short album and they are going against everyone. They are representing West Coast as much as they can. So, yeah, you know, they have a mission statement and they stick to it, and so I like you know maybe it could be tedious, maybe it could be samey for some, but this is what they set out to do, and I think they do an amazing job. I agree with that. I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I don't agree with you, Matt. I think that they deliver on what they tell you. I Like, I get it that you can feel like, oh, give me something different, but they've told you what they're going to do. And they're just delivering on what they told you. Mm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, like, I don't know, for, for one, it doesn't usually, like, dawn on me. But, like, I don't know, I was just like, I think, I don't think it was this song, actually, that I started feeling that. I think it was, um, it was actually. Better not be the next song. No, no. <laughs> I think, yeah, three time felons that I actually started oh, feeling this way. No way. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Wait, but, let's wait to get to that. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. We've kind of brought it up before, but Cypress Hill was alluded to in the previous track, but we'll have a full track dedicated to them in track nine King of the Hill. Mm. So, Danny, do you want to give us a bit of history? regarding this track because this is a straight up diss this is all out war yeah i'll just i'll just go into my review and then i'll and i'll um give you my breakdown um so ice cube starts the track with his classic oh yeah it ain't over motherfuckers so you know this is about to be some nasty ass diss track um, and it also works because he already started dissing them on the previous track and he's not done with them yet. Um, but on the other hand, it could have been cool if he saved this as the final track of the album, like he did on Death Certificate with no Vaseline. Like, on a side note here, like, I'm going to talk about Death Certificate now, but like, another layer of brilliance with Death Certificate and No Vaseline, was that for that entire album, 20 tracks long, he didn't mention NWA once. And then on the final track, he drops that, oh yeah, it ain't over, motherfuckers, and then delivers one of the most vicious diss tracks of all time. Like, it was beautiful in its execution. So. This song still uses the same trick effectively, but like nowhere near as effective as it was with Death Certificate and No Vaseline. Yeah, but, I agree. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, King of the Hill is just pure out and out diss track aimed at Cypress Hill. So here's the story. This is this is B Real's side of the story. This is the only side of the story that I know, but I'm sure it's you know, 75% legit. So Cube and B-Real were like actually friends before this whole beef even started. Like B-Real went to Ice Cube's wedding and shit. Um, and for anyone who doesn't know, B-Real is part of Cypress Hill and Send Dog and DJ Muggs. So they're all Cypress Hill. Um, so anyway, when Ice Cube was making the movie Friday, he asked Cypress Hill to make a song for the movie. And so they agreed and they made the song and they invited Ice Cube over to the studio, to their studio, to listen to the song that they made for him. Um, while he was there, they played him 
you know, some new shit. Like not not just that song. They played him some new shit that they were planning to put on their upcoming album. And there was one song they played that Cube really liked. And he asked them for that song. He wanted that song for his album, for, for the Friday soundtrack, which was called Throw Your Set in the Air. And Cypress Hill were like, nah, we can't. That's just going to be, you know, that's our first single and shit. So Cube was like, you know, all right, cool. But can you play it again for me? So they played that song again that was meant for their album. And then that was that. And and uh, and Cube left that day and everything was cool and Cube was going to get and did get the, the Cypress Hill song that they actually did for him. But a few months later, Cube releases his own song called Friday for the movie and the hook sounds extremely similar to the song Cypress Hill showed him that day at the studio. So they believe Cube specifically stole their hook that he heard that day in the studio because they wouldn't give it to him. So Cube obviously denies that he stole their shit, but Cypress Hill are mad and they diss him on a track called No Rest for the Wicked. And then Ice Cube and Westside Connection come back with this song, King of the Hill. Um, and then Cypress Hill actually come back again with another track. I don't know what that's called, but that was it. Like that was the end. And they do eventually squash the beat. I think it's called Ice Cube Killer. There you go. Sounds nasty. I haven't heard that one. But that was the end, and and now they're actually cool, and the beef is over. So happy ending, but very interesting story. And um, Ice Cube beef. Apparently. I don't know. Like, I believe it, but you never know. Um, but what's interesting on this is that Dub C is not in this. That, well... Let me touch on so, that. So, yeah. Or did you want to? Oh, I was just going to say that based on what I saw, what I did my research on, mm-hmm. Dub C was actually cool with Cypress Hill. Yeah. So he chose to stay out of the beef and off this song. Um, and he just decided that he had no beef with them and this wasn't a, a, something that he wanted to be a part of, so he stayed off the track. Yeah. Um. And apparently Sendog also asked Cube to leave him out of it, but they dissed him anyway as well. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't know that. <laughs> but I'll, I'll go even one step further with the Dub C thing. Not only did he did he sit it out, uh, not only was he cool with them, but there's an interview where Dub C himself said that him and Cypress Hill, the, the members of Cypress Hill, literally lived together at one point in time before this whole album and and this whole beef they literally lived together they stayed together so that's how close he was with them and that's why he decided to stay out of the beef like he is insanely close with cypress hill um so that's that's the history of it the actual music let's talk about the music the music is really good and very effective 
I mean, Ice Cube has so many good bars. Like, I got a voice you should fear. I drink a beer, bust a rap, and end your fucking career. Like, I love that. It's just, it's like it's as easy as that for Cube. Like, you know, casually drink a beer and end your career. Like, that's mental. Um, and then he says, I don't know why you'll, why, I oh don't know, I'm going to butcher it. I don't know why you'll think you're slick. I don't know one rapper down with your click. I don't know one bitch on your dick. And I don't know one end bumping your shit. Like, that is so funny. Really mm, catchy. Yeah. Great way to diss someone. Like, making the diss actually catchy. That's like a skill in itself. And then um, he also goes, coming with a voice high-pitched, the B in B real must stand for bitch. <laughs> That's hilarious. And he even calls them guppies as well. And st- no, not guppies, anything but guppies. Yeah, I know. Some would say that's the most savage diss of them all. Um, but then Mac 10, like, you know, he wanted to show loyalty to Ice Cube, obviously. So he jumped into the beef that had really nothing to do with him. Um, and his contribution isn't too memorable for me, except for one line that I absolutely love where he says, Y'all come up missing and send dog is so whack he ain't worth dissing. That's just, yeah. that is <laughs> so funny to me. Um, I love a good diss track and this is a good diss track. So this is five stars. Let's go. Yeah. I'm going to jump in, do my classic and jump in. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is all about the bars. Like these bars are amazing and i the one thing the one quotable that you left out for ice cube was you say that i took your hook it must be the white boy thinking all ends are crooks Mm, mm -hmm. i love that line that's like it's so deep in terms of the the social like commentary of what that stands for and like yeah um yeah, I just thought that was such a good line. It's so hard to come back from something like that <laughs> as a as a diss. Um, and like, yeah, he just goes all out on this. Like, he's just so good. Yeah. Like, the, he just shows that he is not to be fucked with on a diss track. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just so good. And like, oh. I'm with you. Like, I love um, a, a solid diss track. I also like when they're like, everybody in the ghetto know what you're doing. One white boy and two fucking Cubans claiming that you're loco, but you ain't Mexican. <laughs> Listen to no Vaseline before you flex again. I know. I know. I left out so many good quotables. Yeah. The other one I had for Mac 10 was, UNs need to listen on everything I love. My hate, I can't release a dub. Fuck rapping. Fuck strapping. I created another blood glove. It's one nil, and for sure I'll kill. You pussies can't match my skill because I'm the king of the hill. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um. But that was like more generic. It's like, it's generic. Yeah. It's not really aimed at them specifically, except the very last where he says king of the hill. 
But I do like how he said, I created another blood glove. It's like that OJ trial reference. Yeah, I understand that. But it, yeah. like, it has nothing to do with Cypress Hill. Like nah. every shot that Ice Cube takes is specifically tailored to target Be Real or Send Dog or DJ Muggs or the entire group as a whole. Whereas Mac 10's more generic, like. He, he said in an interview that he only went on it because that's what he believes was right. You, like, you back up your homies, right or die. Yeah. And then later on, if you didn't agree, you can let them know, but you back them up 100%. And yeah. that's him yeah. doing that. Um, I, I wonder what Dub C would have done because I've been a fan of Dub C in terms of the gangster shit he's kind of said throughout this whole album. Yeah. Um, so I, I was just like, oh, I feel like Dub C would have made this even sicker. Like they would have added another level. Um, but yeah, this is five stars. Don't fuck with Cube. <laughs> like he's just again, like he just if he wants to diss you, he will go all out. Yeah. Yeah. One of the best. You've stolen all my bloody lines. Ah, we did mention like most of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um all I'll say is just I'm a sucker. I'm a little sucker for a little diss track. The CH got served hard on this track. Um <laughs> It's got a raw beat, raw verses, nasty dog, doggy dog, and <laughs> I love the guppy line. <laughs> <laughs> Just uses it so much. Five stars. Let's go. Damn. Synced up. First time on the album. Sinkaroo. No, no. let me sync up on no, the first. Bow down. Oh, sorry. Bow down. Bow down. Bow down. There should have been more syncs, though. Should have been way more syncs. Well, let's see if we sink well, up. According on... to Matt, this is about to continue to sink. Oh, I know. That's a good transition, though. Oh, that is a very good transition, actually. Thank well, it's, it's got nothing to do with the title of the track, but it's a good transition. <laughs> <laughs> track 10, Three Tab Felons. Well, Matt, why don't you go? Because you've clearly alluded to this track before and how it's kind of, you're getting, you're getting over it. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a bit, getting a bit sick of the uh, West Side connection, mate. Um, I know, I know. Um, Three-time felons. What do you want me to start with? How good the beat is. Okay, <laughs> all right. The production on this song sounds like a poor man Dre track. You're disgusting. <laughs> you are actually disgusting. <laughs> I love that. Aaron loved it though. <laughs> Just because I know that Danny hated that. Just <laughs> made me laugh. Because I think this this beat is phenomenal. <laughs> um, it sounds like they're, like, it's obviously from the G-Funk influence, like, of the time, and, you know, they've, they've sort of jumped on that bandwagon a bit, but I just don't think they're executing it as well, and, you know, that is understandable. I think that's a fair statement because they have not invented G-Funk. Dr. Dre has sort of not, not invented it, but he... He sort of mastered that craft. So, you know, other people can try it, but you're, not, you're never going to be able to do it as good as Dre. So it just feels like if they had have got Dre on this, then it would have been like polished up a little bit and made even better. So I think that's what I'm trying to say. It's not a trash beat, but it just like it doesn't sound – it sounds like a, a poor copy of something Dre would do. Um, so, yeah, at, at this point – this is where I thought, okay, it's starting to drain on me a little bit, the gangster shit. 
And like that's a big call coming from me because usually I'm like that. Give me more gangster shit. But I don't know. I'm I'm just hearing a lot of the same stuff in their content. And like I said before, if you want that and you love that, then this album is going to be like fire for you. But I was just getting a bit over it at this point. And I'm not saying they haven't delivered on what they were going to wanted to deliver because they are. So, yeah, for me personally, it was just starting to get a bit – I'm just getting a bit over it at this point. Um, but still good. I, I, I'm not going to give this a trash, like, rating. It's not. I, I'd listen to this again. But in terms of, like, comparing it with King of the Hill, let's say, The Gangster, The Killer, The Dope Dealer, um, All the Critics in New York – um, bow down and even gangsters make the world go round. It doesn't hit me as hard as those ones did. So therefore, it's above average. It's a it's a three star song for me personally. Um, that is probably all I have to say on three time balance. Yeah, yeah. I didn't expect you to be so harsh on that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I need to re listen like a few more times. But <laughs> you always say that. You always say that. Mm. <laughs> It's not like compare it to King of the Hill. Compare it to the song you just heard. This has got to be a step down from that. So, like, for me, the reason why I stepped down an extra step was because of the production. I just don't think it sounded, like, polished. I think it that's sounded... The opposite. That's, like, the opposite. Like, this is a step down lyrically for sure. Yeah. Step up in step up in production. So it balances. It equals out. Mm-hmm. That, that's good. It's good for a contrasting opinion. I want to hear what you've got, and then I want to see what Aaron's got as well. Yeah. I'll just I'll just go then because I just started, but yeah, um, like I love this instrumental, so I don't really know what you're talking about. Like for me, this is smooth West Coast hip hop at its finest. It's just it's like oh so nice on the ears, um, and I like how they start with this short nursery rhyme intro kind of thing, and then the beat drops, and it's so good, um, and the the. It's like another simple and catchy hook. They do their hooks. They're simple, catchy. I love them all. Um, It's just, so the lyrics, yeah, standard shit. Like Cube, standard verse, nothing special. Mac 10, same thing. Like this is just generic shit compared to the last thing where it's like vicious attacks. This is just generic stuff. Um, However, Dub C returns and wins the track for sure. Like, he actually has an entertaining verse, and he's back on his killer shit with this one as well, which I love. And probably my favourite line is when he says, ain't no containing me when I'm ringing these motherfucking heaters, causing tragedy, tearing off your whole chest cavity. Like, that is nasty dog. So... Like, and that's all you need to know about the quality of that verse. Like, that is sick. So, for me, it's an awesome instrumental. And WC, the big dub C, kills it. So, for me, it's five stars. And let's go. <laughs> wow. All right, I'll go. I reckon Aaron's going to meet in the middle. Yeah, probably. I am. I am going to meet in the middle. Um, Another track about gangsters, and I love the aggression. Um. I like the instrumental without the West Coast signature G funk. <laughs> I prefer it Don't without. Don't even it. know what that means. What do you mean? I just like, as in, I just like the vocal sample, the piano. Don't need the rest. I I'd like, <laughs> as I've said before, 
the G-Funk doesn't hit me in the same way that it hits you, both of you. It just it's it just doesn't add something positive to me in this. I just preferred it without it. Um and again, I think you're right, Danny, the 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 bars aren't as hard. Um, but I do like Cube going eleven strikes from armed robbery to stolen bikes. Uh, and likes your motherfucking Nikes. I shift gears when I see tears. Fuck a record. Fuck a movie. Fuck them. I wreck my Uzi. Yeah. That's good. Um, and then Dub C wins. And I'm going to say that the lines before your quotable, Danny, let it rain, let it drip. Ends are best to duck when I'm unleashing these clips. Thoughts of manslaughter got my finger on the trigger. Fuck a peace treaty. It's on with all you ends. Mm-hmm. Like that is just hard. Um, the hook and the bridge are both catchy, so I'm not mad at that. But um, again, really long, unnecessary outro. Um, in <laughs> my opinion, Achilles' heel. If anything is a long outro, it's automatically shit. <laughs> well, no, it's not automatically shit. It's just not great. Yeah. Like I just don't think it's. It, it was necessary. Like, it's so long. Just end the track. I don't give a shit about the rest. Um, but, um, yeah, I gave this four stars. He's done it. He's the middleman. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> the middleman. I like it. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> uh, moving into track 11, Westwood Hull. Yeah. Whose turn is it? Don't know, but I'll go. Oh. I'll take... Your turn. Well, I'll give it to Aaron. I'll I'll go, please. <laughs> please. As soon as we read the title, we knew what this was about. Yeah. We knew what it was about. The thing about West Side Connection is they tell you what the track is about with the title. <laughs> very clearly throughout the whole thing. Yeah. So this continues that theme, but it's all about bitches and hoes mm. and how much they want to fuck them. <laughs> and like before we get to the bars and subject matter and we'll say it time and time again this is not any of ours preferred subject matter um this beat is good but again i probably would have taken it without the g-funk that's just me personally <laughs> Um, that doesn't make any sense. What do you mean it doesn't make sense? Give, like I like give me the song minus the G funk. I don't know what that means. No, give me the beat minus the G funk. That makes no sense. Of course, it makes sense. It's like get rid of the trumpet, or just get rid of <laughs> it, like you know what I mean. It's just get rid of that part of it. I feel like you're the only one who doesn't it, understand. I'm sure Matt has no idea what you're talking about as well. No, no I, I do get what you're saying. Like there, there's like a, it's like a. Like it's a really high pitched Yeah, that high pitched yeah. that signature sound. I'm just not a fan of that. It, it annoys sounds like me what you're saying is get rid of the beat, make it an East Coast beat, please. Pretty much. Oh, that's <laughs> disgusting. I prefer but you know I know it you know I prefer East Coast beats. So it's not I don't understand why this is like a surprise to you. Yeah. It's just a weird way of going about saying it. <laughs> I'll take the song minus the G funk, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, but th- yeah, the hook is decent. Nothing special. We have again an an outro that is so unnecessary long, and two hooks, a refrain, not necessary, especially for a track 
that hits this type of subject matter. Yeah. Just leave it with the first hook and like content wise, not something that like I love, but I do find the technique impressive. Like I can turn around and understand the multisyllable rhymes and that part of it. Like Ice Cube says, you can have some fun with us, lay in the sun with us, pack a gun with us, make a run with us to these illegal amigos who want to buy bald eagles. Out by Regals, we shopping at Spiegel's. <laughs> like, what does that really say? It doesn't really say much, but the technique there is really good. Yeah. Um, overall, content let it down and therefore two and a half stars. God damn. God damn, man. Go, Danny. Yeah. Um, look, you're not that far off the truth, to be honest. I just don't understand what you're talking about. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, this, for me, this is probably the worst song on the album. And you guys have given other songs lower scores than well aaron i'm talking about you've given other songs lower than this but for me this is well me and matt me and matt both gave two stars to do like criminals yeah but i don't know what he's giving this oh right yeah but anyway um so it's still the worst song on the album um and like i agree with you the hook not great feels kind of lazy but let me ask you this where are we going westwood hi (laughs) <laughs> Aaron, you missed the best part um, I set him up for it No, you. It's didn't. a team effort <laughs> But yeah uh, It kind of grew on me to be honest It kind of grew on me But again, compared to other other hooks on the album It's not the greatest um, The beat is still good I actually like the beat But it's not like on the level of Some of the other bangers on the album So still a step down in that department I still like it Give me more G-Funk, please. Whatever that means. Um, and then, like you said, subject matter stinks. We know this. We say this all the time. Well, Ice Cube, though, he does come out with this banger of a line when he says, so what you want to do, decisions, decisions, and what you think about dick and pussy collisions. Like, Describing the act of sex as dick and pussy collisions is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Like, I love that so much. Have you ever heard that before? Nope. No. Dick and pussy collisions. I'm going to use that. That is actually funny. Um, Apart from that, though, nothing else is really that memorable to me. You're right, Aaron. The song is too long. Um, and because of the subject matter, it feels even longer, but like, I do genuinely enjoy this beat. So I'm giving it three stars. Mm. The lowest Danny has sunk. Yeah. Well, the question is, will Matt continue his trend of being harsher than both you and I, Danny? I will. Three. Aaron gave it two and a half and I'm giving it a solid two. God damn. I get similar feelings to track five from this one. Which was? You like criminals. Yeah, this is exactly what I'd com- compare it to. Yeah. yeah. Um, the beat, I disagree with Danny. It's okay. It's nothing special though. Um, I'd skip this track in the future. There are just lines in here that are just, just poor, like really, really poor lines. Like... Um, 
ho you need some D in your life, D in your life, like um, Jodeci, I'm feeling to fuck you till you're bleeding. Like, I don't know, <laughs> like, like, you know how before we were like, oh, in the diss tracks, it's like, oh, nasty dog lyrics. Like, these are just like, these are nasty lyrics. Like, like. In a bad way. Yeah, in a bad yeah. way, exactly. So it's like, I don't know. It just, again, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth for some of the shit they're saying. Like, it definitely has. Dick and pussy has... collisions, though. Dick and pussy collisions. <laughs> yeah, like, it has, what, like, a couple of redeeming qualities. But, like, overall, it's just like, <laughs> like this song has not aged well, like, at all. Um I don't know. I, I wouldn't listen to this again. So I leave leave Do You Like Criminals and Westwood Ho out of the album and then you've got a far better album, in my opinion. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think we all agree. I thought didn't you give something else like two stars as well? Um no. They were the only two. Well, that's good then. Because those are the worst songs. Oh, actually, no, I gave the Gangsters Don't Dance the insert two stars. Oh, that doesn't count. <laughs> oh, I want to hear what you give this one, though. <laughs> pledge. Track 12, The Pledge. Did did it, did you guys think that this felt like um, this felt like the end of the album and the next track felt like an encore? Kind uh, of. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. yeah. I see what you mean. Is that all you had? But yeah, that's 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 what I had just before Matt goes because I'm interested to see what he thinks of the yeah. the skit. Yeah, because okay. I've got nothing else. Um, I think this comes from the American Constitution, doesn't it? It's a play on that. I see, yeah, I've definitely heard it before. Yeah, yeah, I could be wrong, but I think it's like a play on that. So I was like, that's cool, and like it sort of like goes feeds back into the. Um, the world domination one at the start. So I was like, yeah, this is cool. It's not as good, good as world domination, which I gave four stars. So, you know, but it's better than the, the gangsters don't dance garbage. So um, yeah. yeah, this is three stars. Like this is above average. I, I like this. I, you know, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't skip it. Okay. It's quite short as well. So that's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm for the pledge. <laughs> <laughs> I love when you give skits like higher than the songs that come before it. Yeah. 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 I would I would listen to that pledge over Do You Like Criminals in Westwood Ho any day of the week. <laughs> no way. Yeah. They're actually music. It's only because it's short. That's why you're saying it, because it's short. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I... Are you done, I have, Matt? No, I have no thoughts. I have no thoughts about this at all. Doesn't give any credit to their skits. <laughs> no, no. These are just like, they, they don't, I don't see the value in them at all. At all. These West Side Connection, do. The original, the, the, world, the, the intro, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. But I'm talking about this, these two skits after. I mm. don't see any value in them. Yeah. I can understand that. But I was just going to say that, like, yeah, I think structurally it makes sense that this almost feels like the the end of the album, then the next track is like an encore that they come out for. Um, but I also just, I don't know, to me, did it, it feels like, that, like they say, our neighbourhood under God invis- invincible with luxuries and riches for all kind of feels a little bit like communism. In a way. Oh, God. <laughs> I just couldn't help but go, well, if everybody's rich and everybody's got luxury, like if they're all equal, then yeah. that's, isn't that communism? I didn't, I don't think they're thinking that deeply about it. 
I know they didn't think about it, but I just couldn't help but like put the t- connection just because, you know, Americans and like, you know, pretty much everybody in the West for good reason isn't as soon as they hear communism, it's like run the other direction. So like it's just interesting to me that like the the capitalist way is not luxury and riches for all. No. <laughs> so I, think, I just I, I think, just found that I think interesting. When they say it, they're specifically talking about like them and their gangster mates and and no one else. <laughs> Maybe hood. Yeah. But it's but their but their whole thing is like West Side connection, making the whole world the west side and then that would then become the neighborhood because it's oh, all yeah. west side yeah so so i don't necessarily agree with that yeah kind of view that it's just their their hood well, but you're digging I, real like, deep you're digging real deep into this one. yeah reaching. that was just i am i'm reaching <laughs> yeah. but anyway it's neither here nor there really i just i just picked that up <laughs> just that's my own interpretation i just couldn't help yeah. but not bring it up but um but yeah i i don't have a problem with it at all there's no problem i see what they're doing it's like you know pledging allegiance to the united states of america but instead to to the west coast um wait so you don't have a problem with it you'd keep it for the album just structurally i i don't see an issue with it and given the opportunity you'd keep it uh for the structure i would yeah how dare you (laughs) <laughs> well it makes sense with the with the intro world domination and then the pledge of allegiance yeah they tie well together yeah I see in what terms of a cohesive piece yeah 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 so i wouldn't get rid of it fair enough i would but fair enough but that leaves us to the last track who banging wscg style yeah danny why don't you take this one last track of the album? Finish us off, big boy. Westside! Um, love that. So this is my favourite instrumental on the album. No Agreed. way. Mine too. It's all and mine. Oh, that's yeah. so cute. That is so I did not mine. expect it to be yours, like, this is yeah. I didn't yeah. Didn't expect it to be both of yours. This is the one song where that I've listened to the most on the whole album. Like in my history of listening to hip hop and lis- and knowing about Westside Connection, this is the song for me. Like this is the one I come back to. It's it's like this is iconic West Coast. When I think of West Coast hip hop, I put this somewhere at the top of the list of like if I want to pick like you know. 10 songs that represent West Coast, I would put this on there. I just think it's so iconic. Just the instrumental. And the most surprising thing is it's produced by Ice Cube himself. Like that. Mm. So major props to him. And he has that West Coast sound down pat. It's a simple loop. So damn effective. And it just makes for a really fun banger. Um. And every time that hook comes around, I'm always shouting, can't get enough of this gangster shit. Like everything about this song works. Um, You may have noticed uh, the cube says I'm bumming on common sense. Chicago is mine and hit the fence. So that is just a small jab at the rapper. Common, 
who used to go by the name of Common Sense. Um, and this beef, like, was already in full effect by this time. Like, he just throws a tiny barb here, but this this beef was already going when this album came out. And so the story behind this beef of Ice Cube and Common is that um, in 1994, Common released one of his most well-known, well-known, like, he's most known for this song, I Used to Love Her. And that's the song where Common uses the story of a young woman's life growing up in the world as a metaphor for, like, the evolution of hip-hop. So, you know, similar to, you know, Eminem, what, what's the one he does? Eminem on Recovery. 25 to Life, you remember that? Yeah. Mm. Like, he he... You know, he's talking about is what was he talking? He's, it's like he's talking about Kim in that one, but really he's talking about really him. the rap game. Yeah, exactly. And so this was this is like the original. So, you know, Eminem did not do it first. Common did this in 1994, and it's a classic. Um, so, it's a really smart, brilliant song. But once again, some people on the West Coast mainly Ice Cube this time, took it the wrong way. So there's a part in the song where the woman, a.k.a. hip-hop, goes over to the West Coast and apparently to Ice Cube, it sounds like they're not doing it right over there. Like, even though that's not actually what Common is saying, but Ice Cube thinks um, Common is saying when when hip-hop went to the West Coast, it wasn't done right. So Ice Cube's offended. Um, and, you know, it's enough to get Ice Cube's panties in a bunch. And he responds on the very first West Side Connection song they ever made together. That um, West Side Slaughterhouse, that, that, what I said at the start. So the yeah. very, the origins of this group was to diss Common on that first song. Um so they go hard on Common in that one. And then this song adds like a little more fuel to the fire just because Ice Cube mentions Common again. But Common actually had the last laugh when he fired back with a track called The Bitch In You in 96. And Common is actually considered the winner of this beef between him and Ice Cube because of that track he did. So... This is a rare instance of Ice Cube losing the beef for once. So sometimes when you have too many beefs, there's bound to be one that you lose. Yeah. Your name is Marshall Mathers. Jesus. Yeah, but he picks on like easy targets. <laughs> yeah, he, he picks on people that he knows is going to destroy. Yeah, Mariah Carey. He picks on people who he knows he needs to battle, whereas Ice Cube's just like, oh, you get a battle, you get a battle. <laughs> Nah, Ice Cube's <laughs> genuinely going at respected people that he, you know. Yeah, like it's an actual battle. Yeah, like when when Eminem disses Mariah Carey, what what's going to come of that? Yeah, but like that's like that, that's just start. Eminem doesn't start shit. He just shouldn't start. He's just he he usually ends it. <laughs> yeah, back in the day, I think he started stuff a little bit more. Mm. But anyway, anyway, that's not the point. Um. <laughs> so common, yeah. Common wins beef, blah blah blah. Um and now they're cool, like I think Common appeared in, in 
barbershop or something you know those ice cube movies he does and yeah comedy yeah. one so they're all cool now and that was like a big moment but anyway like you know just an interesting fact like the final beef of the of the album um then Mac 10 like has a sick reference to children's story by slick Rick when he says, yes, I love yeah, that. Yeah. So hit the deck punk. Don't move. My gun is bigger and you'll be dead. If I pull this, pull trigger, this trigger, which is exactly the way slick Rick says it. Um, and I just think every feature puts in like a fun performance, especially the comrades who I have no idea who they are, but they have yeah. this back and forth verse. Cause there's like a, two of them or whatever and so it's really fun to listen to and then obviously like the cherry on top is that moment that final moment of the entire album where they shout Westside I just love that every time such a great way to close out the album five stars let's go I 100% agree with you Danny Mm. 100% this is so goddamn good. Favorite beat of the album. Um, the hook was really good. Can't get enough of this gangster shit. Yeah. Just like, oh, you want to chant that all the time. Yeah. Like that is what you want from a hook. Just super catchy. It draws you in. Um, the features were good. Everyone went for it. Um, and I like that Mac 10. To me, this is. Like, Mac-10 was my favorite on this. Nice. It's Mac-10 full. That end with heaters. I think it's gorgeous. Is it gouges or gorgeous? <sighs> I can't remember. I'm sure it's gouges, though. Gouges, revolvers, tex and millimeters. You know how we who oh, ride when... Gauges. Yeah. When we... <laughs> coll- <laughs> I butchered it, but oh well. Uh... uh when we collide, ends run, but they can't hide. So hit the deck, punk. Don't move. My tech is bigger. And you'll be dead if I pull this. Like, just, oh, so good. I love it. Anyway, five stars. I love this end. A win for MAC-10. And this is the only MAC-10 win I give <laughs> throughout the whole album. I gave So it. he got there in the end. Yeah. Nice. I agree. Five stars. Favourite instrumental, love the hook and the verses. Nothing not to like about this. Foo banger right here. (laughs) Five stars, baby. Let's finish this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I'm interested to hear your favourite song, actually, and your favourite lyrics. I've already spoiled it, though. I said it at the time. Hmm. But I can say it again. I forgot. Do you want me to say it now? Yep. <laughs> Aaron, what were you going to say? I was going to say you're quotable, but Matt did the same thing. So oh we're fighting over each other to get our opinions. Um, well, are we summing up? Let's just sum it up. Um, sum it up, boys. Like this album is just pure West Coast gangster rap and just like. Such a good introduction to the West Coast if you, if you want to get into that shit. Um, Ice Cube is never better than when he's pissed off and he's got something to say. And that is him on this album. Like, he's pissed and he's going at everyone. And so he's so fun to listen to. Um, 
Mac 10 was mainly just along for the ride. Um, I gave I gave him like one standout verse as well, like you, Aaron. But yeah, overall, not not the greatest. But for me, the real star of the show was actually Dub C. Like so entertaining for most of his verses. I know there were a couple where he crosses the line, you know, especially in cancel culture these days. Like some of the shit he said doesn't fly. But when he's hitting, he's hitting insanely hard so he's my winner um favorite song is 100% the gangster the killer and the dope dealer every day of the week it's just it captures the entire essence of the group in one song it's amazing favorite instrumental we just did it who banging it's just crazy pure west coast classic beat and then just super fun lyrics um favorite lyrics of the album is probably uh every time ice cube says guppy that's probably yeah. my favorite <laughs> yes. lyric but, nah. uh, it's probably something off um king of the hill because that's just nuts probably when he says it's either when ice cube says I got a voice you should fear. I drink a beer, bust a rap, and end your fucking career. Or I might even give it to Mac 10 when he says, You'll come up missing, and Send Dog is so whack he ain't worth dissing. I love that so much. So I'll I'll do the double lyrics, and, and that's that. And it's a classic album. So what's your final rating? I'm gonna give this one. Four and a half stars. He's done it, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, it's just a classic album. You can't give a classic album less than four and a half stars. And even though there's like two songs where it's, you know, Westwood Ho and Do You Like Criminals, like a kind of subpar. The rest is is just pure West Coast bangers, and I love it. And yeah, four and a half stars, classic. Matt. Matty boy. All right. My favorite instrumental is Who Banging. My mm. favorite album song is All the Critics in New York. Nice. My favorite album lyrics are On Tour, only rapping to the yuppies. We the big fish. <laughs> oh, <my> <laughs> Oh, no. I love how I said it jokingly and you genuinely put that line in. Because it's funny as fuck. <laughs> so good. In that context at the start, it was actually good. But like yeah. when he keeps going, guppy, 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 I'm like, all right, I'm over it. <laughs> oh, on tour, only rapping to the yuppies. We had a big fish. I'll make a dish out, you fucking guppies. <laughs> Oh my God. It's not bad. It's not it's bad. Funny. Funny. Yeah. He's, he... <laughs> Jesus, he's still laughing. He not loves it so bad. much. It's not that funny. He's a gangster and he's saying guppy. <laughs> <laughs> so you acknowledge it's a silly word then? Yeah, yeah, but it's still funny. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Even gangsters can can you know have a soft, funny side. He's not trying to be soft and funny, though. Yeah, yeah that's the way it <laughs> yeah. comes across. 
<laughs> well, then the intention. I'm sure he, uh, yeah, he failed in his intention then. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. So this is a four-star album, baby. This is a good one. One to one to listen to, but skip track 11 and skip track 5. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But I, I would listen to them both. I still listen to them both. But, like, they are the worst two songs on the album. Yeah, definitely. Aaron. Well, I'm going to say my favourite track is Who Bangin', uh, last track of the album. My favourite beat is that one. And my favourite quotable is, you say that I took your hook, it must be the white boy thinking all ends are crooks. Mm, I just love that line. I think there's got so much depth in there. Um, And it's it's just kind of a shut up line. After he says that, there's like almost like, oh, he kind of won that to me, just that one line. Yeah. Um, I also gave this four stars so as an introduction to west coast it is a good album highly recommend to listen to um i think that i struggle generally with that like higher pitch screeching noise and i say screeching because that's what it feels like jesus Christ. sometimes um but four stars by no means is west coast shit I just prefer East Coast. <laughs> that's it. That's just that's just where I sit on it. I love how you it's describe just... the entire genre of G-Funk as that screeching sound. <laughs> Look, uh, it was in Bow Down. I have, it works in Bow Down to me. There are times where I like it, but more often than not, I don't like it. Fine. You're missing out, though, Aaron. You're missing out on some big quality stuff. Don't get me wrong. I wish I liked it. I wish I liked it. Like, don't you? Like, if I loved West Coast and East Coast, my life would be better for it. True. It's just not my personal preference. So I go down that East Coast rabbit hole. That's always been the thing that has caught my ear. Like, from the very beginning, that's been the sound that I preferred. Yeah, I know. You got a t- time to branch out, Aaron. We got the South to cover. We got um the, the West north. to cover some more. Nah, I don't the know about the North. I don't know. I think the North is I'm pretty sure it would be Midwest. I'm pretty sure. I don't Someone know. will have to fact check us on that. Never heard I've never heard Eminem comes from the North. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think North is anything. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the uh the great man himself, Eminem. Oh god. What is he it? Broke a record. This week. Give me a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Music to be murdered by officially over a million units sold, another platinum album, and he is um, the only artist to do that over consecutive years and also have 10 albums, all platinum. What a hero. Mm. Well, that'll be our next podcast, how good Eminem is. Oh, yeah. The, the goat. Um, but... Um, anyway, let's finish this one. So Danny gave it four and a half stars. Uh, Matt and I both gave it four stars. Still really good reception in terms of this album. West Side Connection, bow down. If you haven't heard it, listen to it, and then you can let us know what you think. I agree. <laughs> I agree too. <laughs> All righty. Bye.
Thanks for listening to the show. Please like, subscribe, and follow us on Instagram at the underscore slim fitty biggie committee. And stay tuned for our next podcast. Bye for now.